Hey, Laura Ann Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And um, you're healthy-er? Pretty much. I got a little bit of a, you know, cough thing, but I'm good. I won't be hacking in your ears as much if you're, like, uh, listening on a headphone. It's 2015. I forgot. I guess that should have yeah. kicked off with that. It's the new year. First yeah. episode of the new year. 151st episode. What do we do now? We're on that next leg of our Show's journey. over. No, the show's just beginning. Okay. Once you get to 150, that's when you really start the show. Says who? Says you? Says me, yeah. All right. Now we're in syndication at this point. If, if, syndicated. If, if there was a podcast well, I think syndication. All podcasts are syndicated. Just permanently syndicated, okay. Because RSS, really simple syndication. Is that what that stands for? Yes. I had no idea if that's what that, that stands for. That is absolutely what it stands for. Huh. There you go. So we're syndicated? Yes. From episode one, but still. So, um... It's a new era. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a new year. Do you have a good New Year's? Had a good New Year's. Went up you to... Went to Hume Lake. Hume Family Camp. So... Our tradition. We gotta talk about this. No snow in Hume Lake and the freaking mountains yeah. near Yosemite. There was some snow on the ground, but yeah, I didn't but have to didn't put chains Yeah, but it didn't snow, and you didn't have to drive through the nope. snow, and then on Tuesday, <laughs> we went, and I went to I went to Cyprus to record Popsicles with uh, Derek and Benson, <laughs> and then I went out to, but Derek and I went to eat, and so then it was around 10, Yeah, I want to say 10 o'clock, I was, it was raining the whole way, and then I get to Yukaipa, and I'm... Turning on to Force as I'm about to turn on to Fourth Street from Wildwood Canyon. This uh-huh. is some inside of Yucaipa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, um, good geography there. This car is turning left, and I'm not even really paying attention because he's and he spins. He does this like weird thing where he like spins into my lane a little bit. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird that that guy did that. Just maybe he was drunk. I don't know. Right. Um, and then I turn onto Fourth Street and I slide around a little bit. And I'm like. What is happening? Is it the really raining that bad? And then I look around. I'm like, oh, it's snowing. It's snowing in Yucaipa. It's like a snowstorm. <laughs> Not just like a little bit of flakes. Like there is snow coming down. And then I notice that it's I, – I can't believe I drove for a while without even – I guess because it's so dark. Right. And there's no streetlights. There is snow piled up. Everywhere yeah. there was at least like two inches, yeah, two three couple, inches of snow yeah. on the ground, and like it's the the roads were icy as all get out. So I'm like, I'm gonna go home because I was gonna go to the store maybe right. or do something. I'm like I'm gonna park my car before, before I you kill get somebody. Snowed in somewhere. Um, and then I, you know, and it was freezing outside, so I cranked the heat. So we were and, cracking up because we didn't know about the snow down here really because we were up there. It was raining and stuff, but it didn't snow up at Hume. And my thought was, I finally convinced Brendo to move to Yukaipa. Now he's like, it's the biggest snowstorm in the history of Yukaipa. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I've been in, again, like, yeah. way worse. But that's definitely the most we've gotten in Yukaipa Phil, since I It doesn't even stick. And then I'm like, I wanted to start taking pictures instead that's of the never like, happened since we've There been is piles of snow. There's still snow in our backyard There's today. There's still snow here. Yeah, yeah. 
like in area in patches, <laughs> which is crazy. <clears throat> the kids but had a snowball fight today in our backyard. It's been cold. Yeah. Um, it's been like in the 40s. Yeah, well, on a couple days there, the high was like in the high 30s, yeah. I think, something it's like that. Yeah, it's been chilly. <laughs> I'm definitely glad that my heater is working. Yeah. Um, I wanted to turn it up a little bit more, but I opened the thing, and there was a Black Widow in there, so I promptly just shut it. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing in there? It's probably still in there. You should probably get that out. No, it's scary. Well, it's going to be like crawling in your bed at night. Uh, no, I think it's nice and warm in there. All right. I don't know. Well, maybe I'll have to I think it. it was I'll a black exterminate widow. it afterwards. I don't know. It might not have been a black widow. a little house spider. No, I think it was... It'll crawl in your mouth at night when you're not <laughs> Why would it do that? It's like, it's, I think there's a reason why it's down there. It's it probably like is. The heat. Yeah. But I'm just like, it's really... I think if I cranked it up enough, like, the fire would come down and, like, burn it. <laughs> if your heater's doing that, then you need to get your heater fixed. Well, there's, a, there's like, a fire There's in there. a little, like, pilot light, but it shouldn't, like, engulf the whole bottom of the heater. Well, as soon as... If I crank it up, it'll, like, whoosh a little bit, and then it, <laughs> but then it goes back down. How about... I'll get a little paper towel and take care of it after the show. Okay. That, that's probably but, better. I mean, but I mean... Before you start flamethrowing <laughs> into your, like, apartment here... <laughs> I'm ready to well, all I need to do is get a little hairspray bottle and a lighter, and I'm good. We used to do that. We would burn June bugs oh, gosh. in college until somebody. <laughs> so first of all, there's playing with fire in Dorber was always bad. Bad idea. Because so first we almost lit the curtains on fire. We had actual curtains. Yep. These are like old dorms, and then um, and then we were messing around with because. The June bugs, they just, there's tons of them, they're everywhere, and they're like, they will bite you. Yeah, and they're loud and obnoxious. Yeah, so we're just like burning them, like killing them with fire, and then like we're messing around, and we're like, um, and we're messing around with fire, and playing with fire in a dorm, and then like a bunch of freshmen are like, oh, start playing with fire. So this guy's like, oh, look. And he's like, we're like lighting rubber cement on fire. And then this guy... (laughs) This is the stupidest thing ever. So then, this guy gets the bright idea to, like, pour rubber cement on his hand. First he does a finger and he lights on fire. He's like, oh, and he puts it out. So then he does a fit. It's his whole hand. And he lights it. And then he starts freaking out. So then he starts waving it around. So now there's flaming globs of rubber cement on the ceiling all over. And so he's flinging his hand. And we're like, go into the bathroom. And just so then he dumped it in a sink. Because at first he's like, what do I do? He's like just flinging flaming. So then there was so then the ceiling was on fire. Um, one of the ceiling panels, like, totally lit on fire. So that's why the alarm always went off in, in Stewart. This was not in by Oh, this is, okay. I think that was just people being dumb. I think that thing went off, like, once a week. I just remember some jerk on the floor when the fire alarm went off was like, go, 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 you gotta go, gotta go. So I, we're all standing <laughs> out there. There are girls, and I'm sitting there in my freaking boxers <laughs> and, like, a t-shirt <laughs> And, like, it's the stall, like, nothing to the imagination. And everybody else is, like, like a five minutes later, you guys all come out, like, oh. Matt and, like, and I used dressed. to just hide in our room. We'd just cover our heads <laughs> with the pillows and hide out and lock the door. So we're like, oh, it must be okay in there. But, like, and, like, everyone else is all dressed. Like, what are you doing? I'm, like, it told me, like, I, don't, I think it was Merle or Nick Askew or Jeb. Yeah, somebody was like right. somebody was messing because it was like the first week at Biola so of course I'm gonna listen when somebody says just go 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 <laughs> and then I then I'm then like 
the next day it happened, and I'm like, oh, okay, so this happens all the time. <laughs> and then I would, although one time I tried to hide, and it was when they were evacuated. Remember the day after Columbine? Yep. And they evacuated the whole school to yep. the football field? I That's, remember that. And we were all up there for, like, hours? Because <laughs> I remember... I don't know if it was, I think it was, because that's when, that's when I met up with, like, Nick and Roland. We actually, I think we met, that's the first time I ever met Jerry. Really? Was on that football field field during the great (laughs) day after Columbine bomb scare. Wow. Um, And then I think a bunch of us, like, were like, can we leave campus? And they're like, I don't see why not. They were trying to tell us we couldn't we go anywhere, there, yeah. but then we're like, so we just walked, we just walked down to, I think we walked down to like Taco Bell, we're just like, we're just going to walk. <laughs> well, because what, I mean, what, is, what are they going to do with you there? Because I remember, like, when we're, let's go, let's go. Because I remember, I think Roland had his car somewhere down the street, and we just took off. <laughs> well, uh. Busting out. Was basically what it And I also remember that Steve Arbenz was running around going, Trenchcoat Mafia is everywhere, they're going to get us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Steve. Whoa, Steve. <laughs> First of all, you don't even know what you're talking about, but like, I just remember he's going, they're here, Trenchcoat Mafia. I'm like, what? So, okay, back to the fire thing real quick. The biggest trouble I ever got probably in my grandparents' house. Yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, this Did was Did you after... start a fire in the woods? I feel like Not every in the woods. person no. in Big Bear, no, no. Crozier, like, burned down the woods well, behind Crozier his house. And I have some shared fire stuff, which I'll say in a second. <laughs> But um, I think it was after having watched Little Monsters. That's yeah. the Fred Savage one. I'm pretty sure is that it might be some other movie as a kid where they take a, a hairspray thing and they light it and use yeah. it as a weapon. I feel like that was in Little Monsters. I could mm-hmm. be mixing that up. But I was at also, my grandma's house. Speaking of Little Monsters, yeah. Do you think that Disney just flat out ripped off Little Monsters? Because they kind of did. Yeah. Do you think they knowingly did that? They're like, how many people really remember this movie? Let's just copy the entire thing. Because when you really think about it, they copy the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, the difference is that you have like a bad guy and they actually fought him and stuff. Yeah, which they kind of sort of have. Yeah. Okay, but yes, essentially they took major elements of it and copied it. But I would venture to say that Little Monsters wasn't the first movie that like took the monster under the bed literally either. And I can't I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I've looked well, I mean, into you this got a little guys. Well but... yeah, I mean there's others so the concept of a monster under your bed being real. But in that one where they have like portals that connect to like the underworld. That was very monster thing. That's pretty similar. Yeah. You know? When you get to that point where you're like yeah. dealing with like and they're like racing around and like the different doors and all that stuff. Like yeah. there were moments because I watched Little Monsters again. It holds up and I'm still like, first of all, it's really dirty. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, the 80s PG, if anything. Um, and I, it, I, I think it was in the theater for like one week. Yeah, well, I think I saw it. I know we saw it in the theater. I feel like I must have seen it in the theater. First of all, I was obsessed with Fred Savage. Yeah, and second of all, I somehow I'd gotten like a, a a book club thing at school. I'd gotten the novelization oh, like, yeah. before it came out, and I read it like three times. And I'm like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> and then we went and saw it. So. Um, it really, frankly, deals with divorce. Like yeah. it's got some serious, like, yeah. 
It's and it's like you said, it's, it's definitely it's pretty I mean, intense. Some of the Howie Mandel's uh, humor is a little yeah. blue. Well, like yeah, literally. he like tells like a lot of dirty jokes. Yeah. He's doing a lot of gross stuff. Yeah, there's I mean, there's like there's like some there's like some masturbation jokes. Yeah. I feel like there's some masturbation jokes in there. I mean, the my favorite of all time though is like they replace the guy's act, the kid's apple juice with pee. Yeah, and oh, he yeah. drinks pee. Did, I feel because Derek was trying to give me a hard time about the whole like monkey pee scene in in Night of Museum Three. I'm like every classic kids movie yeah. has those kind yeah. of that's how I mean, like dating back to again Fred Savage, boy who could fly. This is piss, you jerks! Like yeah. he's spraying pee on him. That's piss filled water a, balloons. It's a kid movie. Kids, that's. Kids and pee. That was my kid's favorite part. Luke kept saying, oh, the monkey peed on him. <laughs> like, of course, that's the part he remembers. Kids that's, and pee, man. To me, exactly. That's just a part of it. It's it's not like the whole entire movie hinged on that scene. It was one funny little bit where the monkey peed on him. Yeah. I mean, come on. Bathroom humor is funny. Bathroom humor I'm okay funny. with that. All right, we're well, going back to... Okay, we're, we're talking about your pyro. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so at some point, I saw a movie that had that... And, you know, my grandma, of course, had hairspray sitting in her bathroom, and they always had a candle lit in their bathroom, and I'm like, hmm. And so I took the hairspray and the candle, and I tried it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, and I'm spraying around, and unbeknownst to me, I had caught the towel on fire, it was hanging by the door, and I didn't realize it for a bit, and then I saw, like, the flames licking up, and I was able to, like, I grabbed it and threw it in the sink and was able to put it out real quick, but I got in some pretty good trouble over that one. That was the last time I played with fire in the house. Okay. Um, but then when John Crozier and I, like, I had gone to a state science fair and he wanted to partner on his, but basically his project was burning stuff. It was, I mean, it was cool. Like, the whole thing was an alternative fuel source for, like, yeah. pellet uh, ovens and stuff to, like, heat stuff. But the project that we did is we took anything we could find that we could burn and then we, like, measured, like, the heat out of it or something. And so we basically, I would just go over to his house and we burn stuff all day and measure the heat that would come out of it. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because so, yeah. Crozier, like, straight up burned the woods behind his house, but he got away with it. Yeah, yeah, that's it was, like, where he, he set a fire and, like, didn't realize it wasn't out. And then when he came back, like, half the woods behind his house was gone. They're like, what happened? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Wasn't that? Yeah. Wasn't me. Oh, yeah. Josh needs to light tennis balls on fire. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Pretty... Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, just any campfire. I mean, I would just be all in that thing. Well, I, I just am. remember... I remember my grand... So, my par- my grandparents burned their trash. Yeah. Because they lived on a farm. Uh-huh. In the middle of nowhere. And I remember my grandpa was always like... You can only be out here when I'm here. Do not touch. Do not mess around. So sure enough, I go out and mess around with the fire and promptly, like, burn. my. So I had, like, a blister on my finger. And I had to, like, but I could not. I had to, like, tough that out. Right. Because if I admit. You I couldn't I, go enough to I, that. My grandpa would literally beat the crap out of me if that. Because, like, you have to understand this is my grandpa we're talking about. Dude punched me in the face for reading Crack Magazine. So. Should have been mad. It's everybody's joke. Um. But imagine if I've been like, yeah, I was playing in the fire, like he told me not <laughs> like to just do, told me not and to. I burned my, and I had like a blister, and it was like pussy, and like, <laughs> like it was bad. But I had to like hide it, and I was like, oh, can't tell anybody. <laughs> I, I didn't play in that fire until I was, until a little bit older. It, then, it, it's in our family. It's in our blood, though. Like my, mom, I've talked about my mom burning the like giant thing of pot she found. The <laughs> well, other and, one, and your mom burned the. Pork. Oh, and burning the porn. 
The other one I don't think I've talked about, though, is we were on a camping trip in Mexico, and we had brought, like, a big air mattress, like, you know, that my parents slept on. We slept on the ground, of course. And the air mattress, like, went flat while we were down there. And mom, and we had a campfire down by the beach. And mom had the idea of, like, throwing this giant air mattress in the Why fire. Why would you do that? And it just became this huge inferno of, like, melted Plus, plastic. Plus, that's, like, toxic and, like, to- chemicals. We, like, <laughs> we had to, like, run away from the fire. So, yeah, it's it's in my family. Your mom just wants to burn everything. Yeah. I remember we burned, she always, like, when we go on backpacks, she would bring, like, old ratty clothes, and then the end of the backpack would burn all the clothes so we didn't have to carry them home. And I remember <laughs> one of them, I brought polyester pants, and those, like, melted everywhere. So, yeah, that's my family burn stuff. I just cool. remember, <laughs> like, your mom needed, like, she's like, oh, can you, like, put some wood in the stove? And opening the stove, and it was all this, like, burnt up pour, and I'm like, what the? <laughs> and your mom's like, oh. <laughs> to be fair, for those who haven't heard the story before, they bought a storage space like on Storage Wars. And, and as they even say on Storage Wars, there is poor nine out of ten storage yeah. lockers. Yeah. Have and my parents bought enough, and so they got porn, one that had a huge box, and she burned it. Porn boxes or porn garbage bags or just – although the craziest thing that – I remember the craziest thing we ever found was – the freaking pictures of some lady giving birth. Oh, yeah. And it was like spread eagles. Well, yeah, like family pictures are weird to find because there's all kinds of creepy I just stuff. remember the giving birth ones and like boss is like, man, like put her in my face. And I was like, oh, God. And I'm like, who? That's like, that means the thing because this is like, these are like from the 70s. Yeah. So I'm like, somebody had to like take a camera, focus it, and be like, and this is like full on like crowning head yeah. baby shot. Like, why would anybody think this is a... Why do you need this picture? The best is that somehow I convinced my friends from college to come up to my parents' house and help them clear out hey. a storage space that they bought for, what? They probably paid you 20 bucks or you, something. Well, you also let us pick stuff. So, like, well, I remember... True. Yeah, like, first pick. I got, like... I remember I got Police Academy... <laughs> Citizens on Patrol. Was that right. three? Four, I think, four. right? That's on a David Spade? Yeah, yes. Yummy, yummy, yama. That's four, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so that's four. I also I remember I haggled with Matt because he got Die Hard. Yeah. And I, after I had picked four, I'm like, oh, I want Die Hard. <laughs> and he even came with this, like, cool case. Yeah. And, and the best part is I wound up buying Die Hard off of him later. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I remember getting some CDs. Yeah. And some other stuff, mostly movies. So, you know, I guess it was worth it. And, like, 20 bucks. And, yeah. But for college students, that was like gold mine, right? Yeah, you got free stuff and that's money. like twenty dollars. My movies. parents probably fed you when that's, you were up there. Plus, this was in the era of twenty nine cent hamburgers and yeah. thirty nine cent cheeseburgers. Yeah, and movies were expensive. Yeah, I mean that probably was a twenty dollar movie. Yeah, yeah, because VHS was like, yeah, like nineteen ninety nine. This was in the days of like two dollar DVD no. bargain bins. That was like the cheapest VHS, or you go to a used place get it for like maybe ten bucks. Yeah. I mean, bargain bin, like $5. Oh, different times. Hey, Josh is here. We should do his letter while he's here. Oh, yeah. We Read got Josh's uh, comments on the Radio Brenda Man Facebook page. That we wanted to address. Okay, so he says, a couple of things I wanted to comment on from the last episode. I think the chat in Goat Simulator is fake. I don't think that small game actually has online servers, so I think all of that is simulated. I imagine that's part of the joke. Those people can't be real, right? The more I thought about this, the more I'm like, that makes that sense. Because they'd have to have online servers and set that up. And, like, this is a game that people pay $10 for. They're not paying a monthly fee. Like, I don't... I think... It, and plus the chat, it's so stupid that there's... And can you participate in it? 
you can, but I don't think you're actually talking to people. Like, nobody responds to anybody. Okay. So, I I want to believe that that's true. I, I really know. hope it is. Otherwise... David and Matthew both play it, too. Yeah, but, like, it's the, the online, the MMO oh, Matt, one. Josh says it's confirmed. It's bots. Okay, good. All right. There is no freaking guilds. <laughs> they have, like, real. vent channels. Okay. Oh, I was worried for a minute. I'm like, worried about the future of humanity. Well, it's just that these people, that they have nothing better to do <laughs> than they're, like, running dungeons and goat simulator. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone that I know around me is playing it, so yeah. But I mean, they're, they're it's still it's still it's just this dumb <laughs> thing. It's it's really dumb. They've done pretty well for themselves though for goat, yeah for a goat simulator. Well, it's funny. I, who was I talking? Oh, I was just talking to Chuck, and I'm like, man, people buy these like because we were talking. I was talking about like people buy these buggy games and like they're and he's like, yeah, but people bought Goat Simulator. I'm like. Yeah, Goat Simulator is ten dollars. It's like on sale all the time for like five dollars. Right. It's not a sixty dollar right. like triple A. This is our tent pole title, and it's broken. Yeah, if Goat Simulator has a bug, that's just plus par for it's the a course. game called Goat Simulator. Right, you get what you pay for. Like what, it's in the title. Yeah, so I don't think it's the same thing. But I mean, it's um, it's still something. It's still funny that they now actually have a packaged version of Goat Simulator. Like you can go to Target you can buy it and buy Target. a yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> See, dreams really do come true. Some dudes like they they made a ton of money off of that. <laughs> like that's kind of awesome. Yeah, good on those guys. Good for them. Um. All right. Then he says Nintendo Network was up and running during Christmas because they were not part of the DDoS attack. Xbox and PlayStation were hit by. It had nothing to do with the networks themselves. There really isn't a good defense against a DDoS. Even Google can be taken down by one large enough. Also, both Xbox and PlayStation had hundreds of thousands more new consoles being opened up than Nintendo, so that didn't help. Yeah, I know. I never said it was be- that made Nintendo Network superior or anything. I just thought it was funny. I'm pretty sure I did. Well, you're, you're <laughs> dumb, but I just think I just thought it was funny that. Could that you were still play, able to play Nintendo. Play, at least I could play Mario Kart. Oh, see, Josh said, confirmed that I said that. Yeah, but see, still, Nintendo online play. You know how easy it probably would, if people actually wanted to DDoS a Nintendo network, it probably could have, it probably would be super easy to take that down. Maybe so. Because it probably doesn't, it probably, like, it's so much smaller than Xbox Live and PSN that... This, there's probably not nearly as much redundancies and everything. So if they were an actual target, it would probably go down immediately. Maybe, but they're not a target it's, because they're I, I, well, it's it's. I think it's it's the same thing as like because there's not as many out there and it's not there's not a big, huge giant corporation like Sony or Microsoft behind it. They're not as big. It's the same thing. Like I, this is what it always drives me crazy when Mac users are like, oh, no viruses on the Mac. I'm like, trust me, if they wanted, it's not because. It's more secure. It's because Macs represent, like, especially in the business world, like 1% right. of the computers out there. That would just... The reason why there's so many viruses on the PCs is because that's where all the people that's are. And that's where they can actually, like... Targeting Macs is just bad, like, math. Still like, sounds like a win for Nintendo, either way. So, and... <laughs> Oh, there also isn't anything to bring down with Nintendo. They don't have OS servers the same way. That's true. There you go. So Nintendo wins. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, so this All is right, what next. we're 
This is what I'm talking about. We need to we need to finish at a relatively good time because I want to do this tonight. Okay, okay. Um, We're gonna watch this. That Punky Brewster Scary Cave episode is responsible for my parents thinking I was dead for a whole evening. It's a longer story, but yeah, that episode messed a young me up pretty good. Okay, I need to yeah, hear this we need story. The story. Um, so get type in there, Josh. Yeah, yeah type it. Or and, we need to have him as a guest. Or if it's too we can long. have you as a guest and we can discuss it. But I don't know if that's. Can you type it, or is this like a guest situation? I want to hear this. Maybe he's typing right now. He could be typing right um, now. All right, we'll give him a second. So what we're going to do tonight after this, oh, possibly to tell you it in person. Okay. okay. All right. Well, well, we'll, another, we'll do that then. we got to have Josh back on the show anyways. So that's a good thing Especially for, like, we could have our, like, video game 2014 wrap-up. Yeah. And well, now we'll settle have the bets. freshly. So we and can also to it. settle the bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will definitely have Josh back on in the next couple weeks. All right. Once once the numbers come in, that'll be a good time to do <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Once we get official NPDs and then we can settle the bet here. Yeah, yeah. All um, right. That's it. That's the plan then, Josh. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're gonna we're gonna watch it tonight. It's a two parter. Okay. So forty minutes. I think I can take it. <laughs> okay. Well, it depends. If we do a four and a half hour show tonight, it might be. Tough, we're not gonna do a four and a half hour show. I think we might not do show. that this time. Um. So so yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm excited for you to. Watch. Have you? Are you? How familiar are you with Punky Brewster? I mean, I watched it when I was a kid. I haven't watched, watched it, it since I was a kid. I you know the characters though. You know the background. So I have to like explain to you, like, okay, so Henry adopted Punky. I know that they're on a camping trip. You got Alan. It's like the goofy blonde-haired kid. Yeah. You got Margot, the rich kid. You got Cherry. Um, share is it cherry or cher- or sherry? Cherry. Well, cherry is in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, cherry lives with her grandma in the same apartment as Henry Warnemont. Henry Warnemont, when you really think about it, Henry Warnemont's like a slumlord. He's like he's like because he's because um, Mrs. Johnson's always bugging him to repair things and he, he won't does. do it. Yeah, and. I mean, but he's a, but he's not really a slumlord because slumlords don't live at their places. He lives there, right, right. And he also has his own business on top of that. So he's just trying to make ends meet. I mean, they do live in Chicago. It's probably yeah, pretty expensive. Tough. Times are tough in 1984 in Chicago. I I don't know if I would have been able to say everyone's name, but I'm familiar enough that I'll pick it up. I was spot. obsessed with that show. <laughs> that was like the first show I was ever obsessed with. That was one that to I the point where I had a crush on Punky Brewster, and my mom had to explain to me like a serious talk <laughs> in a car <laughs> that Punky Brewster was not real, <laughs> like serious, <laughs> like a serious discussion. That's only Moon Moonfry. Israel is real. And it's crazy, and it's crazy. Well, I don't know yeah. if she's as crazy. Like I follow her on Twitter. Maybe she went through a period. She, I think she went through. Everybody goes through periods. Yeah. Some people go through periods where they go to Benny Hinn rallies and testify at them. Some other them people. Do. But now she has like a boutique kids store. All right. She, and when she got, I think she got a million Twitter followers. She dressed up as Punky and did a video, and it was amazing. Nice. All right. All right, so we're definitely watching it tonight. We are definitely watching then it it'll be tonight. Fresh. Okay. Because they go on a camping trip, which I guess that's believable because, like, so once you leave the Chicago area, you are kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, nothing. So that makes – because at first I'm like, wait, they live in, like, suburb, they live in, like, urban Chicago. But I guess you drive, like, 40 it's not minutes. far out, yeah. Because you're, then you're in just, like, the Midwest. Yeah. And, like, just nothing. Now, if they go to, like, the mountains, <clears throat> that might be a little – now there's some 
There's hills. Hills. There's hills. There's some hills. <laughs> they're not really in the... They're like in a... They're like camping. Okay. It's just like okay. the woods. Not like Rocky Mountain. Well, there's caves. Yeah, but there's Fulton's caves in the midway. Yeah. That, okay. that works. Well, um, all right. And now, speaking of the bet, the number four, um, Josh says, just waiting on the NPDs for December, but it looks like the bet will end in Brendan and I in my favor. Basically, Xbox sold over the gap between them and Nintendo in November, so the only way Nintendo could have pulled back ahead is if no one bought Xboxes and Nintendo sold over a million in December. Could be. Almost completely unlike. You're saying no one bought an Xbox in December. Eh, they already had it. They all bought them all on Black Friday? Mm-hmm. Could be. That's it. We don't know. No more. We don't know. Even though they kept that deal for... They still got that... Some pretty good deals on Xbox. Well, that's not where. over. Tim. I was that's tempted. Over. Oh, now she's calling you back. That's okay. Um, maybe you should just text her. I'll text her. Almost completely unlikely. I'm curious to see what Phil thinks of this whole bet. What do you think of this whole bet? Phil? I think that the the jury is out until it comes in. I commented on the on our website or on his thing on our, on the website. On you, the should, you need to stop doing that because I didn't know if you're going to include it. Sometimes you don't include people's yeah, Facebook true. posts, so you know. Wanted to make sure I was addressing it. But it's you know it's not over till it's over. And what if there's a recount? What? Yeah. What if they decide you know they adjust those numbers after the fact? I, I pointed out you know sure like when George Bush beat uh, uh, Al Gore, you know sure he wasn't like the one that most people wanted, but he got to be president still, right? I'm okay with that. What about Smash Brothers only pushing two hundred thousand consoles on release? Meh. Only there's more than two hundred thousand. He just told you. No more. It was, it was over 200,000. 240. 240. There we go. See? Give, give us all those numbers in there. That's good. <laughs> That's a lot of consoles. 240,000 That's people. not the million gap that they would need. We'll see. And that's, again, if no Xboxes were sold. I'm just saying. I will admit it when it is done. Xbox not sold 1.2 million that same month. Not, that, not till the second it happens. That's when I'll admit you don't well, get to, it's you don't already get to happened until it's happened. You've already lost. Nope. You're, now you're nope. just in the denial stage. Nothing. But some interesting development has happened in the, since the time that the bet was made. What? Up until my birthday. Matt Benson bought a Wii U. Well, that's true, too. So that, that pretty that much put it over. And Jed Foster from the Bittersweet Way bought a Wii U, too. He added me as a friend. Oh, man. That's two more. So you gotta add them, but that's not what I'm saying. Oh yeah, Jesse, Jesse bought one. That's right. I saw that. Chuck got one. So yeah. So there's been some significant Wii U one. purchases, but no, we all have one. When I made the bet, the bet is that I can't play Nintendo consoles or use them for the, a week. Yeah. Right. And my only gaming Better console get that I have TV set up. The only gaming console I have, I had up until that point that wasn't Nintendo was PlayStation Two. Yeah. But, but for now my you got birthday, I got a new one. A yeah. new old one from my brother, David, got me a Sega Master System, which I have never owned a Sega thing. <clears throat> Not that I hate them, but just, you know, never had it. And so a Sega Master System with 14 games. That'll keep you good. So I, I got a week. I got 14 games there, plus all my PS2 stuff. I'm good. Plus, it can I can help you get your smart TV figured that out. Too. Or so I have can hundreds do of DVDs, but I could use a smart TV. Yeah, That's but... True. You, I actually have a oh Jeff Josh has a proposal. Okay, what's for the, the proposal? I'll, I'll I'll hear the proposal. <clears throat> well, while he's doing that, um, yes, Phil, how do you like your TV? How are you adjusting to the modern TV age? 
Well, the funny part is that my kids, like, when we'll play a game that we haven't played since before, they'll be like, I'm so glad we have this new TV. It looks so much better, Daddy. Why does it look so much better? I'm like, yeah, we got a new TV. So I have to kind of admit that it looks good. You know, it's... It's definitely well, you better. don't want to admit no, that? You know, just because I was against getting a new TV for so long. But it's it's pretty cool. It Why pretty were you nice. against getting a TV? You don't even... You, there's no just reason. that way. That's just how I am. All right, what does Josh suggest? Okay. I will lend you my 360 for the week, and you can play that with all the digital games I own. But you have to only play that. But I have all these other games that I've been wanting to play I haven't played. But with a 360, then that can do Netflix and all that stuff. But so can the smart TV. That's true. It's up to you. So if I only can do that... It's up to you. I don't know. That's a good... I think that's, that's a, a good That's a good proposal. Deal. Let me think on it. He has a lot of digital games on there. But I also just got all these new games that I haven't like really got to play yet. What are the rules regarding your children? <laughs> oh, the kids and the... We agreed. Kids and... It's me. I'm the only one committing to this. Okay. Because if I tell them they can't play Nintendo for a week... There might be a revolt. There's going to be... What about you playing Zelda with your kids? No. I can't. Yeah. For the week. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm out. But... They can play. The saving grace is, A, they can play. And They've B, learned in the last couple weeks how to play games they by play. themselves. They, got, they both got Disney Infinity now. They have been playing that nonstop. So, like, they're good. They're set for the week. So it's not that bad. But I can only... Play the 360. He has, he'll lend you the Connect, and he has tons of fun kids' games. That is cool. I mean, that would be fun to do. You should do it. All right. Take well, let me, let me think on it. Let me think on it. But I'll take that into consideration, and I like it. I like it. It's a good proposal. So, yeah. That's that's the TV. It's pretty cool. We've been having fun with it. I have a remote now. I can actually, like, turn up and down the TV. From Except you've had couch. that for ever since you had your Wii U. No. See, this is where like I just wanted too. I just want to know what was going on when you were setting up the Wii U and it specifically said configure your TV remotes. Well, I thought I'd Did you just hit B? I'd take care of it later, yeah. I just want to play a game right now. <laughs> but dude, this is you are using a pencil <laughs> to adjust the volume. You taught your kids yes. to use the pencil. And the whole time you were holding a TV We don't have to keep a pencil hands. by the TV anymore. It's weird. <laughs> There's a little slot on the like entertainment thing where the, the pencil fit just perfectly. And now we no longer need a, TV, a pencil. Oh, there. my gosh. <laughs> You're ridiculous. So, yeah, that's another change. The pencil is new. I had a mail. What happened to my other mail? I think I erased it on accident. Shoot. Now I got to get it. It's been cool, though. It's, it's fun. It looks really good. I admit. Even watching movies on it. Well, you know, yeah, in HD. Good. It's pretty cool. I don't have, like, a Blu-ray player, but even... Mario says, I'm trying to listen in live. Maybe I have too many tabs open. Maybe you do. That's very possible. There are other people here. I yep. don't know what your deal is. I've also... I, I understand having too many tabs open. That's that's a thing I relate to. Well, shout-outs to Mario. Trying to listen in, but he's got too many tabs open. Close your tabs. That was a long time ago. Maybe he's... Well, he's not in here, so I don't know what he... It didn't work. Never never figured it out. All right, what am I doing? You're looking for the other mail? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Mark. Okay, speaking of that, speaking of mail while you're looking for it there, we've gotten a couple of people that have responded with their addresses for the runner-up, but not all. Yeah, so if you won the runner-up prize... Send us your address. Send us your address. If I can't, I mean, I'll, I probably have some of them. 
Yeah. I'll see. I'll dig around and see who's I need and stuff. But just in case, send it to us if you can. Yeah. All right, you got the other letter? All right, it's from Mike Mark Bolton, who also gave me his address and picked his prizes. So I got to need to help me with the mail. Um, Oh, he picked Blaze by Richard Bachman, Doom McKee by Stephen King, Crap Kingdom by DC Pearson. Now he has both. Oh, yeah, because I got another one. And Ramona and Her Father by Beverly Cleary. Nice. And uh, and then um, Mark Ariano picked my other Stephen King book that I had in there, Pet Cemetery. Sweet. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I've never watched and that Ramon song. That was the Ramon song for Pet Cemetery. They wrote it for the yes. movie? Really? I did not know that. Don't want to live my life again. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, dude, it's great. I've only watched. I've watched like Pet the Cemetery is legitimately scary. There's really? like creepy kid. Huh. Um, I've never seen it. It's it's. Hey, Mario it's made creepy. it now. There he What's is. What's up, Mario? He's in there. All right. Um. All right. So Mark Bolton writes, "Hey guys, Mark Bolton here. Congrats on 150 episodes. That's a good chunk of Phil and Brendo. <laughs> yes, it is." I was Phil's gift exchanger guy, and I was really excited to buy him the make money using the internet with Richard Karn VHS. I thought, not only is it a present, it's also a business tool to help Brendo Man Incorporated and Popbox Music be the faceless conglomerates we all know they can be. That's exactly why exactly I want it, definitely, yeah. So we can have our internet empire... This may be unorthodox, but I have a recipe you guys in DoritosFan.com might be interested in. It's called Ooh. K's Mexican, and it's kind of a chili cheese nacho kind of deal, but you use Doritos. Sounds good. First, you brown one pound of ground beef with a chopped up onion, drain the beef, and put it back into your skillet. Then add one can chili beans, one can chili, one can Campbell's Fiesta cheese soup. That sounds good, right? <laughs> one jar of taco sauce. Alright. Mix all that together and simmer for 10 mini- minutes, letting it bubble just a little bit. Serve on top of whatever flavor of Doritos you like. My family always did the standard nacho cheese, but this would be amazing with taco or sweet and spicy oh, chili. Sweet and spicy chili. Also serve with salsa, sour cream, shredded cheese, whatever nacho fixins you'd like. Sounds nice. good. Okay, love the show. Here's a 150 more episodes. Yay, Brendo having an apartment. <laughs> Hashtag swing set of doom by St. Patrick's Day 2015. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm still holding on to Christmas. I don't know. It's getting closer to your bet. So That's good. So that's what a cooking podcast would sound like, huh? Yeah. We just read off like recipes? Yeah. All right. So uh, this is here's my recipe for a baked potato. Put a potato in the microwave. Leave it in there for a while. Then you What's put, a while? I don't know. When it's done, I open it every once in a while and see if it's done. Do you really? And then I put my toppings on it. Cook potatoes? Yeah. Well, not a lot, but you know. That's how you make baked potatoes. I guess I should start eating potatoes. They're a good cheap food. Yeah, it's cheap. I lived on potatoes when I was like Rice bachelor. is really cheap. I got rice in a rice cooker. I, made, I did a, this little rice pack, remember? I would get a rice pack and potatoes. I would get my whole entire month's groceries for like 20 bucks, remember? Well, you also ate just straight up like canned, whatever, okay. canned vegetables. I would get the discount cans from the little, the dented can shelf in the back of the store. Yeah. I, I don't what about protein? You know, there's stuff. There's protein. In what? I don't know. Beans. I probably had canned beans. There's, there's protein in that. Yeah. 
do that. Yeah. See, I got protein in my lentils. There you go. And bean burritos. Oh, yeah. Bean, oh, I have tons of frozen burritos. Yeah. You get those when they're on sale? You know, like a quarter a piece or something? Yeah. I don't know. Or now, cheaper than that. Are, yeah. You can get eight for like $3. Yeah. That's good. It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> good deal. Um, because the Tina's, because I, my, my, I go by like the price per ounce price because that's oh, how you yeah. know if you always don't ignore the sale price because no, price per ounce is price it. per ounce is like you go by the absolute cheapest yep. price per ounce. Yeah, it drives Janelle nuts when I go grocery shopping with her because she'll just get like, oh, this one looks good. I'm like, no, this one is like two cents cheaper per ounce. She's like, I don't care. I want this. I'm like, no, it's cheaper. Yeah. I want this one. I I'm always buy this one. That's the only price I look at. Yeah. That's how you know. Like, yeah. If you ever, if poor bachelors. That's why I would wind up with like giant tins of, of tomato sauce because that was the cheapest per ounce. But I would just like put a plaster wrap over the top and I'll use it. Well, later. I, 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 when I, because I would, for a while, I was. My brother taught me a trick to stretch out, like, not getting sick of lentils, is you substitute one cup of water for a cup of enchilada sauce, huh. um, and um, and it worked. It's really good. And But then I, I, but then I found, like, at a 99 cent store, they had, like, these giant things of it. And so, but I'm like, what do I do? So I got, like, these plastic things, also at the 99 cent store, and I would keep my <laughs> keep enchilada the sauce. In there. So, like, you go in my fridge, and there's, like, some soda and, like, some enchilada sauce. In plastic and, like, tubs. that's about it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Back to that unemployed. Oh, you know what I could do? But that, see, because Curtis and I, when we were, like, living the, like, poor life, our big dish was, but I need, see, I don't even have pots and stuff anymore. I need pots. Your pots. They were all. They weren't mine. Oh, okay. They were Curtis's. I haven't had pots. Well, then I had some in my bachelor apartment. But then when I moved in with John and Grace, I got rid of them. And then John bought all those like fancy. Remember when yeah. we moved to Irvine? Yeah. John bought like a thousand dollars worth of pots. What about in San Diego? You had pots the whole time. Nope. Two no years. Pots. No pots. You need a pot. No. You need a pot. Well, or a pan. And, and no nothing. Pans. No pots. No pans. Not even a little, little one? No. How do you make your top ramen? I don't need top Yet ramen. Yet another staple of the... Uh, no, man. I'm, I'm a little above top ramen. Oh, all okay. the lentils. Okay, okay. I got a rice cooker. That's gotcha. all. That's all I got. I but could you can use... put top ramen in stuff. But I need a pot because I could... Because Curtis taught me how to make this stroganoff. And it's like really like filling. And it's got all the food groups. And it's really good. And it's super easy. And but you need a pot. But I need a pot. You need a pot. All right. I need a pot and a pan actually, because a pot for pasta and a pan for cooking meat. They had pots at uh, Big Lots when we were there. Yeah, I know. I need to get one. How long those will last? But I went two years without pots. I want to keep that streak going. <laughs> Just so you can say. Yeah, probably could. But that could increase. Then I could start eating pasta. But then should I be eating pasta? I don't know. Maybe if you're eating like it's cheap though, it is so cheap. cheap. It depends. You got that balance there, the cheap versus the healthy. But the, I'm not. I'm not really big. On, I mean, I'm eating sort of healthy because I don't eat that much for one thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then like, and then and then like I have like either lentils, but then I have like a frozen meal or microwave burritos, and like those aren't all that good for you. Yeah, but I'm not like gorging on them. Well, it depends. I mean, you know. 
Although one time I got really hungry and I ate like four frozen, <laughs> like four of those Michelinas because they're small. Are tiny, yeah. So I ate like four of them over the course of like an hour because I'm like, I'm still hungry. I cook another one. Mm-hmm. They're it. like a dollar. They're also, they're a dollar. Yeah. So you spent four dollars on lunch. It's yeah. not bad. I don't know. But if I'm like on a good day, I'll have one frozen meal and like either a rice or a lentils. That's good. And some soda. You know what else is really good? What? Listening to podcasts on Stitcher. That is real good. It's, you know, it saves your spots. Yeah. You can listen to it anywhere. I've been doing that. I've been catching up on Go Bayside because um, I've been walking a lot, which we'll talk about in oh, a minute. Oh, good. Oh, good. So, I'm, cause my, and then I work out every day, either walking or just dance, sometimes both if I'm feeling really like being active. Nice. Um, but I do at least 30 minutes of just dance until I'm sweating. And then I'm, and then, I'm pretty good. Like, but then the problem with just dance is it makes my arms sore, too. <laughs> well, that's you're good, though, your arms. in the end. I mean, yeah, but then I'm, like, it's all sore. <laughs> I don't like it. But eventually, if you, like, get in shape, I understand that not, you're not sore. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know where this magical in shape. Because <laughs> there was a period where I was straight up running every day. And I still was, like, Ugh. I don't think I was in shape. No. And I was running every day. Yeah, I remember there, there's been well, various times when we, I remember uh, when I blew your mind when, like, it was a WonderCon and yeah, you were, like, expecting me you. to... Well, I remember you expecting me, like, to wake me up and I was like, oh, I'm in the gym, I'm just finishing my workout. You're like, what? I know, I think workout? I called Janelle, like, um, I don't know who this person is that I'm calling right now, but he's waking up and going to the gym? That would definitely... Because I remember having conversations, like, at college when I was trying to get you to, like, run with me and you're like... I don't ever want to get in shape. Why would I ever want to exercise? Like, I'm stupid. I would never want to do anything. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you got to do it with me. And then I bribe you to do it by saying we can eat pizzas afterwards. But still, the change in Brendo <laughs> from then to now is remarkable. At least I'm working out. That's good. That's what I mean. Like, the attitude, the mental place that you're at. It's good. Because well, it does make me feel better. I just have to... Convince myself of that because there is still that part of my brain that's like nope, nope, yeah. nope. But that's that's where reading um, Chris Hardwick's book really helped me because no matter what you do, your brain is always going to tell you like no, you don't want to do oh, that. Yeah. No, you want to eat. Lot you want to order pizza. Order pizza. Order pizza. Yeah. There's like because that's always there's this shouting dude at the back of my brain yep. pretty much all the time. It's just like order, order pizza. pizza. I know. Sometimes it's my wife too. <laughs> She's out. You know, let's not do it. Let's just get pizza on them. And sometimes, of course, we do. But It's like Dobie Gillis heard the words work. Exactly. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Dobie Gillis. That was a good show. That was a great show. Nick and Knight, man. Yeah. Warren, young Warren Beatty. That and, was like the uh, first thing he ever did. And uh, Gilligan. What's his name? Oh, Bob, yeah. Uh, Denver. Bob Denver. That's right. He was on that show. Yeah. Man, that's so funny. Like, people, I feel like our generation is especially diverse in our TV watching because when we were little, they were still airing like old episodes. Like when you got, like when we were little, it was just like on network TV during the day, they would air Happy Days yeah. and like old network yeah. TV reruns. So we got that. Then we, when we were like a little bit older, Nickelodeon Nick would air Knight. like, well, even before Nick and Knight happened, Nick, Nickelodeon would air old episodes. Like what was Nickelodeon the Afternoons. It was old Dennis the Menace, yeah, and like Lassie and all that old stuff. Yep. 
And then Nick at Night happened, and that was like Dobie Gillis and My Three Sons, and yeah. so like Donna Reed show. I've watched the Donna Reed show yeah, a lot, a lot <laughs> because they're cousins. Yeah. That, oh, uh, that's no, that's um. What was Patty Duke? Patty Duke. What was yeah. Donna Reed show? She was like the mom. Just oh like the perfect, yeah. Okay. You know, 50s I'm thinking of Patty mom. Duke show. But that that one too. And like so. So when you think about it, like, we grew up when all that was still being aired all the time. Yeah, Little Rascals, I remember it watching was, it as a kid. It's funny, Chris Hardwick was just talking about it, like, he's just like, because there was still an era back then where, like, program directors would be like, we're just going to put a bunch of old black and white shows. If they tried to do that now, someone would be like, are you high? Like, right. there's <laughs> colored show. What are you doing? Because, right. like, yeah. the, the, like, that was when it was perfectly was normal to just, because yeah. they didn't have all this tons of content. And now, like... Now maybe on, like, Turner Classic Movies or something. Now it's, back. like, Seinfeld's on all the time. And now Big Bang Theory and Modern Family. Yeah. Community's on a lot, though, now. I've Which seen is that. Good. It's indicated. Good. good for them. Um, yeah. yeah, and I remember watching, like, Three Stooges and Little Rascals. Yeah. So, like, we were... I feel like we were very diverse oh. in our TV offerings. Yeehaw and oh, yeah, Green Acres <clears throat> and F Troop. Yeah. Oh yeah! So like all that stuff was still on all the time. Yeah. Now like you have to like hunt that stuff down if you want to watch it it on uh, or Netflix. Netflix. A lot of it is on that kind of stuff. But um, I just remember watching a lot of growing up, watching a lot of old TV. Kids today. Kids today. (laughs) I feel like half of our show. They don't know. They don't know. This is an old man podcast now. Well, it's just it's just funny that there was a time when like that was syndicated television. Yeah. It really. I mean. Plus Mary Tyler Moore show, all those, yeah, the run the seventies, all the seventies TV. Again, Happy Days, watching yeah. a lot of Happy Days. So, so if Stitcher. You want to listen to old podcasts? You can listen to them. Yeah, on Stitcher. Use the man. That was a big. <laughs> Use the code Brendo Man when you do that. If you haven't signed up for an account yet, well, that's feel good. free. It doesn't cost anything. It's free, um, and you can do mobile devices uh, on the web. Everywhere. Listen at work. You know what else works? What works? That was bad. That does work. It works, though. Dreamhose works it for works. us. For it you. It works for you. And um, it's a really good ho- um, it'll, It's a really good hosting service. It is. It's the official host of Radio Brando Man. And if you use the promo code Radio Brando Man, you could save $50 and get a free domain name. You only get the free domain registration if you get a year worth of hosting. Well, but that's that's what you're going to want. I mean, how, what do you do, six months of a website? If you just want, like, a domain name, maybe. Well, I suppose. They do that. They do that. They do it all. Go check them out and use our promo code. But really, your what you're going to want to do is sign up for your hosting because it's normally $97. Get 50 bucks off. It's 47 bucks. That's, like, more than half off. Dude. Saving money. And then you'll get two domain names. That's exactly what you need to do. Yes. You know what else you need to do if you haven't yet? What's Sign that? up for Amazon Prime. Mine just renewed automatically. 99 bucks gets you over 40,000 movies and TV episodes with titles for everyone. You get the Kindle Owner's Lending Library. Not to mention, you get the new Amazon Prime Music, which offers unlimited ad-free access to over a million songs. A lot of songs. You got apps on your phone. Um... And you get unlimited free two-day shipping with no minimum order size. Like, that's the real deal there. That's it. Because that will pay for itself. Absolutely. It has and for me. It saved me countless times yeah. with, like, last-minute gifts. New presents. 
You need that random cable for that thing. You just really want to buy something and have it there in the next day or two. Some a two dollar CD that you find. There it is. For all you late night Amazon shoppers. And I think we have some way for them to quickly get to that. Get your surge. Well, you sign up for the Amazon Prime offer by going to Radio Brendo Man RadioBrendo.com. Darn those guys. Clicking the Amazon Prime trial. And you will get a 30-day free trial. That's a lot. You could do a lot of TV you watching. do a lot of stuff in 30 days. And free shipping in that time. Yes. Um, so, pretty cool. 30-day free trial. So you have nothing to lose. Only stuff to gain. Go to RadioRendo.com. Click that. And, finally, before you do your Amazon shopping, which everybody, even if you don't have Amazon Prime, you, you can should shop, there. shop on Amazon. And just go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Amazon banner, and that is the easiest, most direct way to support this podcast, this free podcast that you have listened to and enjoyed. And if you do, we get the report anonymously, of course, and we will read out what you guys bought. Because that's fun. Because it's fun. And funny sometimes. So we got, um, this past week, we got The New Adventures of Old Christine, Season 3 on Amazon Instant Video. There you go. It's a good deal right there. It's got a lane. Um, we got Patriot Mac series. This is an 8 gigabytes of RAM for an Apple computer. Nice. It's a um, lot of RAM. It's a lot of RAM. Um, we got Tusk on Blu-ray. It's just came Tusk. out. There you go. Fourteen ninety-nine. Boom. Brand new. I got to get that to complete my Kevin. Because I'm a completionist. Complete the collection. When it comes to my Kevin Smith stuff. So fourteen ninety-nine Amazon Blu-ray. You can also get it instant if that's what you want. But, you know, I, there's some things I will buy, physical copies. That's, and, that makes sense. You've got a collection. Yeah. Um, let's see. we got Panasonic Advanced Individual Cell Battery Charger with rechargeable batteries. There you go. There you go. I know you're, you're always... <laughs> I've, I've done a number of different times of that. I always wind up, like, losing the batteries or the charger or something. But if you have the willpower to keep up with that, more power to you. We got a $75 PlayStation Store gift card. Nice. You should definitely buy those because we get straight up 10%. Yeah, that's awesome. Boom. And again, none of this costs you any extra. You buy a $75 gift card, you're basically giving us $7.50, and you're not paying that. That's right. Amazon gives and it, it helps to us. us. So that's, that's, that's great. Thank you. Ooh. We got, um, oh, there was a sale on, um, they're only $1.99 each. There, I don't know. I don't think it's still going. We can check, but I don't think it's still on. But there was a digital sale. Yeah, it's yeah. over. So, um, yeah. So there's a. There was a digital sale. Adam Wells. This is probably Adam Wells that bought this because he's these. the one that told everybody. But they were ebook versions of Kindle of um, of uh, Calvin and Hobbes, and they're only a dollar ninety nine each. So we got Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons. Got Homicidal Psycho Jungle Cat. We got The Days Are Just Packed, which I have that one. You I have, have the, the complete the mega collection. collection. Plus, there's a few small things that are in like other collections that aren't in that, and I've kept those books so that I have everything. Hmm. So, yeah. But I would definitely have taken them up on this if I didn't. Then we got Cinelinks, the Red Band expansion, which I think Cinelinks was like that. Was like the it's a it's a Cinelinks is a game 
a card game for people who love movies. Oh, okay. The Red Band expansion is that like uh, like for our movies? Yeah, maybe. That sounds cool. This seems fun. Yeah. Except for the people, we could not figure out how to make this work. Well, they probably just don't. Well, yeah, that's, I don't know how to read I instructions. Don't know how to do this. That's, that's basically really what you're saying. I can't thing. read instructions <laughs> correctly. Okay. Yeah. Three, but they still gave it three stars. Yeah. Hmm. Because they gave it to their son because he seemed interested in it. So yeah, our that's... son could figure this out, but I couldn't. This was like a grandma. Well, not a grandma, obviously. Oh, this one says they had a lot of fun, but it definitely certain centers itself around a certain type of movie. But it's the Red Band edition, so that's of course it does. Hmm. Maybe they didn't know what they were playing. No, this isn't the Red Band edition. Oh, that's just the regular one. Well, when you buy a game, it's probably a good idea to read the directions and... It says right there it includes instructions, so... And read, know what you're getting into, because it's it's a card game. It looks fun. It looks cool. Ooh, you got a sample there. What's the sample? What? I thought that was like a sample question. No. Oh. No. Oh, no, that's just the back of the box. All right. Let's see if we knew anything. Well, that looks fun. Thank you guys we'll for buying see if stuff. We knew anything? Of course, we know things about movies. Yeah, we don't know anything, don't know about, anything movies. about movies. We're talking. Okay, so at, when we were at family camp, they part, the theme for the weekend was pirates, and they showed mm-hmm. Hook. Mm-hmm. And all like, three hours of it. Well, no, like they showed like a bunch of clips of it, you oh. know, like throughout. Not because you know it's long, obviously, but like at the New Year's party, they were showing like clips of pirate movies and mm-hmm. stuff. So. My dad was like, oh, hey, do you know who the, who plays Captain or Smee? And they, I'm like, oh, it's Bob Hoskins. They're like, oh, okay. And I was like, do you know who Captain Hook is? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's Dustin Hoffman. And they're like, oh, okay. They're like, who's Tinkerbell? I'm like, that's Julia Roberts. I'm like, wait, they didn't know who they didn't know, Tinkerbell was? No, they, didn't know they knew Robin Williams. And my dad was like, how do you know all these things about these movies? And I'm like, that's a pretty famous I, uh, movie. That's that a famous movie with very famous Those people are not, like, in it. Obscure actors that yeah. I'm naming, but my I mean, family, if you want to get obscure, it's like find Glenn Close, find David Crosby, find yeah, Jimmy Buffett, find movie, right. like all the crazy cameos, yeah. like find Phil Collins. Like, there's a lot of weird cameos. That's where you're getting into it. And yeah. but when you're like, who plays Tinkerbell? Her name's on the poster. His right. who plays Hook? His name's on the poster. Right. That's like that's it is Vecchio level. It like. is because my whole family is like I'm the only one in my family that has any level of knowledge about any kind of pop culture whatsoever. It's funny though when people happen. don't understand like how I know like people who are in things. I'm like it's one of those things where how do I I don't want to explain every time I try to explain I come off sounding like a douche. <laughs> I'm like I don't know I just know no like okay like you know I don't a lot know more than I well, do I just. I don't know, at some point I decided I'm going to be more discerning about my movie choices, <laughs> and I realized, like, oh, going by actors on basing, like, is this movie going to be good, is no way to judge yeah. a movie. You can't do it. But people, they're like, I'm going to see the new this movie, and they half the time like, that movie sucked. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that was just some crap movie that, that people did. Or a movie that you wouldn't have been interested in, but you only watched it because it had an actor yeah. that you like. But you go by things like writers and directors, even producers sometimes. That might give you a better idea. You yeah. start paying attention to See, things like that. My mom used to buy those like video guide books, you know, where it had yeah. you know the big you yeah. know, little mini reviews and of everything. And in the back, it had you know movies listed by director and by actors and by writer and stuff like that. And I used to pour over those and be like, oh, and I'd like flip through, and this person was in this movie. 
I used to study it for like hours. I don't know. This is before IMDb, yeah. you know. Well, I th- I had the pre-IMDb Cinemania, Microsoft Cinemania oh, CD. Really? Did you ever have it was no. like IMDb on CD-ROM? <laughs> Cuz this was like in the days of like Encarta. Right, right. And so they had Cinemania and not only did it have like you could look up movies, but it also had like a trivia game and it had video clips and I was obsessed with that. Yeah. And I also, I had a friend, I remember I had a friend in like fifth and sixth grade who subscribed to Entertainment Weekly, and I remember he told me, he's like, you got, you, you watch the Oscars? This is like in fifth grade, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, what? And then, so then I remember in like 91, I remember watching the Oscars, when my friend Ethan told me, and it was the year the Silence of the Lambs won, and I'm like in sixth grade, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, what's this? Like, and I thought, and I remember watching the ceremony, not knowing who any of these people were, but I'm like, Billy Crystal, because this is Billy Crystal singing all those songs. Right. I remember his songs from that first year I watched us. <laughs> it's like because he made the Silence of the Lambs was very very silent. Like so I remember some of that. And then he had like a Bugsy song, Bug Bug Bugsy, like sing dumb songs. But I remember them because it was like just one of those. Um, oh, who directed Porky's? That was what's that guy's name? Um, uh, is it Bob? No. Bob, yeah. Uh, I watched well, a documentary about him. Mario points out he directed Porky's and Christmas Story. Well, he used his, his Porky's money to make Christmas Story. What is his name? If only we had a thing. Only there was some sort of a. He also did a book, a, the Book of Love. Because I asked Keith Coogan, I'm like, was he as cool? And he's like, oh, he was awesome. Because Keith Coogan's in Book of Love, and um. Come on, go for it. Because there's a documentary. I remember there was a documentary about him on Netflix, but only half of it was on Netflix. And it was, like, missing the other part. And I was really mad. Um, Bob. um, Crap. Crap. I got got it. Bob Clark. Clark. Bob Bob Clark. Clark. Boom. There it is. Oh, it just came in my head. It was Bob something. But see, and then, like, if I did that in front of, like, I remember my brother and Courtney and my mom would be like, you, like, yeah. my brother still thinks I'm, like, some form of savant or, like, yeah. Well, my parents autism. thought I was a wizard because I knew who Julia Roberts was. So. Because of that. But, like, when I would do stuff like that, and I'm just like, I, I don't know. I read movie <laughs> credits. I stay through the credits yeah. in movies. That's still I, my everyone in my family nuts. <laughs> well, because people worked hard on that yeah. movie. And plus, it's, it's fun. Just, you paid for that full experience. And the score is still playing over it or whatever. Plus, if there's there like half the time, especially in summer blockbusters, you got to get that song that sums up the plot of yeah. the movie in oh, the song. Yeah. Um, so things like that. <laughs> and if you don't stay through the credits, you won't ever hear yeah. those songs. Plus, I'll tell you when I remember when I first started <clears throat> like sitting through them. Mine was "Follow That Bird" because it was the count. Was okay. one one credit, right. two one, two, two and that's when I started staying. Okay, through for credit. me, my obsession with it began with Naked Gun and all those, where they would have like funny little things oh, yeah. throughout it. From that point on, like I'm never missing a credit because every time, and there's a lot of movies that do that still, like you know, have yeah. one thing here and there, but those they'd have like a recipe in it, and then like, oh, why are you still here? This is boring. You're dumb. You should go home. Or then you even have like things like James Bond will return, right? You know, and you find out what the next movie is going to be called, yeah. which is not always accurate depending and, on which movie. And another one for me was like starting with Clerks, because um, Kevin always has like these really long thanks and then some jokes. And Clerks even I think it was either Clerks or Mallrats. I think it was Clerks said James Allen Ball will return in Dogma. There and you then go. he ended up, but Dogma but didn't end up happening for like so it took. But like that was that that was cool. So I knew what Dogma was. 
before, like right. way before. Like so, so that that's was, why things like that, and then also just paying respect to the hundreds of people that worked really hard on this movie, and that's the only time they right. ever get recognized. Right. So I give them, you know. I told my dad, I was like, you know, I was a radio, television, film major in college. Like, film was a part of that. And he's like, I know. Plus, all we did in college was watch <laughs> movies. movies. It's just funny. It's funny that, like, they're just such a... Like, to them, like, I mean, they know, like, really famous people. My dad could probably spot, like, Bill Murray. That's probably the extent of his pop culture. But he still he likes to watch movies. Yeah. But they just, they have no idea, so. But it doesn't mean you can't enjoy movies if you don't. You don't know who the people that are in the movie. Yeah, they enjoy movies, but probably different than we do. That's okay. Yeah, it's just weird. But it is kind of funny. Like you know I, I want to know who that is, and then I want to see what else they've been in and what's their deal. Yeah. And like, well, and then knowing the story behind it. Like I remember once I found out the first movie I found out that had like bloopers in it was The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. and that just like blew me away. Like I was, I was looking those up anywhere I could find them, like trying to. You know, because, like, that's, it was weird to me. Like, it never occurred to me that people would, like, make mistakes in movies. Oh, that was the other big Carrie Elvis injury was, like, Christopher Guest legitimately, like, knocked him out yeah. with the sword. Yeah. So then when he had to knock out, um, when he when he had to knock out Mandy Vatinkin, they filmed it in a different way. So there was no possible way that could happen because <laughs> right. they were so paranoid since he legitimately <laughs> was, like, out. Knocked out cold, <laughs> which is actually not a good thing. As much as movies would, yeah, lead, if that happens, it's not a big deal. Brain damage, yeah, yeah, concussions, yeah. death. <laughs> like you know those movies where people are like out for five minutes. If you are knocked out for five minutes, you probably have some kind of brain damage. Right. Or they knock you out and they wake you up the next day after they've dragged you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's bad. Like you're probably half dead. <laughs> Mark said, "Princess Bride mention check." Do I talk about The Princess Bride a lot? Well, we just talked about it a lot the last few episodes. We quoted a lot. It's a great movie. William Goldman's the best. It's my favorite movie. It still is my favorite movie. Number one? Number one. Nice. Hands down. It's your Angus. It's my Angus. Because everybody's got one. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't love other movies, but I could watch that movie on repeat. Your love is like a story. That's Luke's that like soundtrack current. was like. Remember when that soundtrack was super hard to find? Yeah. Oh, it t- I had to hunt it down. It took me a long time. Poop story coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> is this like the Radio Brendo Man drinking game hosted by Mario? <laughs> yeah. Do not drink every time you hear us talk about poop, or you will probably die. We already talked about pee. We yeah. haven't talked about poop yet. Sure. Yeah. I pooped today. Me too. Oh, I, there you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's great, oh, Josh. I know. Josh, is, Josh loves to hate The Princess Bride. I don't want to He still hasn't read the book yet. I say you're not allowed to hate it until you read the book. I just, I don't even want to acknowledge this nope. Nope. conversation. But the book is fantastic. It really is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Spe- oh, no. <laughs> if, if no, you, I, I knew, I knew this. Josh, every time he disagreed with you on something, you wouldn't have been friends with him like 10 years ago. That's true. I remember the first time we yelled about something in the parking lot on the way to lunch at yeah. Long Beach Town Center. There you go. Man, that was that was ten years that ago. That was ten years ago. Oh, friends. I worked at Disneyland in 2006, and that was like near the end of my time at Seacoast. So. In January yeah. 2005, right now in 2005, so ten years ago, I was in Curtis's apartment in Hong Kong. Wait, no. I wasn't yet. We hadn't left for a trip. I was still in Harbin. 
Okay. But I was about to, I was getting ready to go on our big Thailand, Hong Kong trip. So 10 years ago, you were in China still. 10 years ago, I was in China. Did you ever imagine 10 years ago you'd be living in Yukaipa right now? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't even know where Yukaipa was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. It was probably something involving video games. Josh and I have been arguing about video games for a long time. I remember debating PSP versus DS, even though he had a DS. I remember I was there. Yeah. That yeah. was 10 years ago. Was you and Josh arguing yeah. about PSP DS. It never stopped. And yet all along he's been buying the Nintendo stuff, even though he argues with me. He always has the Nintendo thing still. So, yeah. It is 2015. We need to be turning our pockets inside I out. Oh. And although that's in October, October yes, technically. but I don't think all that developed in eight in in ten months. You don't think we got we got ten months for everyone to figure out the hoverboard thing? Pockets. We got a power lot of Jaws things. movies that need to come out between like now and ten then. Jaws movies. Yeah, yeah. I did though. It's funny because I didn't even think about it. Mario's actually the one that reminded me of the year of Back to the Future by posting on my wall. We've been talking about a lot at our house. I posted that thing last year when I said this is how we're supposed to dress next year. Yeah, well, I realized that. But in 2015, Mario reminded me first, though. But there are some things. I was reading like a bunch of articles comparing like what's come true and stuff. There's some yeah. things. They weren't totally off on everything. But it is the funniest is that they didn't have internet or like cell phones like that wasn't a thing <laughs> they still had like fax machines in, in 2015 well it's always funny how the past views the future yeah, yeah. it's always funny to see that like when tomorrowland was like 1986 right from like the, the this is what 1986 is gonna look like from like 1955 also when you get your back hurt you don't hover upside down like in a <laughs> suspended thing well they had to do that because they had to disguise that it wasn't crispin glover right but still Start an 80s diner. Yeah. See, that's not so far I feel off, like I that's going to happen soon. If it hasn't already. Because if 50s diners were happening in the 80s, and 80s, now it's 30 yeah. years later. Yeah. So we we're, we should have our 80s diners. There are like 80s nights at like bars and dance clubs that and stuff. That came out 30 years ago. 89. I feel. Well, Factory 2. 2 was 89. Okay, but Back to the Future, I mean, 85. came out 30 years ago. Holy that crap. That makes me feel really old because I remember watching that as In a the theater. Kid. To be continued. Wow. Boom. All right. The time change. That's right. Um, That's actually the Puente Hills Mall. It is, there. which we, I used to live right by there. So, and the high school is Whittier High School. Um, that's right. And I've been to the Doc Brown yeah. house, and I've been to Murray Flat. Yeah. That's all in Pasadena. We went to the Doc Brown. Did you come with us, or did no. you go separate? Separate. Because we went. I guess it was Jeff. I think they went with us. So we went there, and then, of course, stuff at Universal and whatever. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of that burned down. So the fact that we no. the, the original clock tower and stuff that's gone. Yeah. forever. I think there's just I mean, well, they're rebuilding it. remnants there. Let's see. The other thing is some of the fashion uh, biffs like uh, meat grinder hat thing, <laughs> whatever that was. I haven't seen a lot of people running, even thugs running around with that. So I think we're okay there. Because um, was it? Okay, and then and the Jaws was Steven Spielberg's son that directed it, wasn't it? I think Max, so. Max, Max Spielberg? I, I don't know. Does he have a son? Well, in the movie oh. it was. I don't know if that's for real. I think he does. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, Back don't forget... Um, yes? All right. Don't forget... <laughs> sorry, I got I got distracted by the chat. Oh, okay, okay. Um, there's a James Riley book tour um, that's happening January 27th. 
interesting note on this. What? I have not been able to find much information about this. Why? Because on the website for the Barnes & Noble, it shows a different author that day. And I mm. can't find... I mean, I saw the, the thing that James Riley put out, but we need to look into this. Because mm. I was looking for, like, what time it is, and I cannot find any information. All right. Well, maybe we'll need to do some research so on that. So we need that. to look into that, because I right. don't know when that so is. So we'll just, I'm just going to cross this. We'll leave just, it on we there. Should just cause this, we, should just, we should just call the store. That's probably good advice. That's way too simple, though. Well, I mean, doesn't James? On. You have you have contact with James Riley. Yeah, Why don't you just him. email him? That's a good idea too. Um, to make sure. Yeah. All right. Because even if they don't know, maybe he's just going to be outside, like just <laughs> hey. signing stuff as people walk out the door. You know. All right. Well, that may or may not be happening. Oh, um, people have already. I've got a couple emails. Arcade Expo. Yes. That is coming up. That's coming up. In we the, are going to be there on the Saturday. What, like two weeks? Is that two weeks? Two weeks. It's um. It's going to be. The seventeenth. Yep. So that's like next week. Yeah, that's yeah, just over. So we're gonna be there. We'll be there the seventeenth, definitely Saturday. That's I think that's gonna be our day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I can only afford to go one day. Yeah, and you know, school and whatnot. I'm pretty sure Saturday is the day. So Saturday we will be there, and if you that's be cool, come hang out, play some video games. Yes. And Steve asked for the day off. Sweet. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. All right. Um, And I think that's all the current events. So now Phil's stuff. Okay. Well, we talked about a lot of it. You had your New Year's camping. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was cool. We had a good celebration. I talked about the pirate thing. stayed in a cabin? Stayed in a cabin up there. But not the fancy, fancy. No, like the medium. We had like our own bathroom and stuff. But it's not, you know, they're cabins. At least you have your own bathroom. Um, It was cool. We had a good time. The kids made it till midnight. Yeah. Just barely. Audrey was, I had to like drag her out after that, but um, that's fun. It's a good family tradition. The best part is we finally won. We've been going up there for 24 years now as a family. <coughs> I proposed to Janelle up there and stuff, so it's like deep rooted family tradition. I, I have to go now because yeah. you know, I can't break a tradition like that. And so this year they like did a contest for who's been going the longest, and we won, and we all got free milkshakes. Nice. Yeah, so that was cool. So anyway, but that's, that was really cool. So now are you, if you stay, you'll win every year? Well, yeah. Here's the thing. Like 10 years ago, we won one year. And then we won like the next year. And then like these other people like started lying. And like the next year they said, oh, we've been going for 30 years. And we're like, where were you last year? And they didn't like, they, they do. Oh, we just, you know, we just didn't know about it. You're a liar. Like they're liars. So like for the last like 10 years now, they've been lying about it. And then they weren't there this year. So now we So then, and then, and then if you, if you don't go a year, then that's it. Right. Cause they always say who's been coming the most years consecutively. Without so now, people. until you stop going, you should win, win. That's right. Every year. Every year. From so now next on. year, if someone tries we to. We win again. <laughs> I can so see Phil it. starting a oh, fight you should see at this camp. Every year for the last 10 years since they started. Started lying about it every time when they at the week, they always start to camp out who's been coming the longest and uh, like Janelle and my mom get all tense like uh, who's going with this and then they lie and they're like oh and they like make faces and then I have to like hide my face like oh this is embarrassing it's horrible every year this happens so this year I start getting all tense and I'm clenching my fists and hiding my face and then they say the Vecchios and we're like oh oh okay we won and then we got free stuff so it was good so that was a big improvement nice. um. I talked about the other video games, the, um, the the Sega that I got, which is pretty cool. Smart TV, a water heater. Last update. What was your smart TV update? 
Well, just Josh had mentioned it. I didn't oh. know if you were going to have it in there, so I was going to talk about it on there. But you, okay. we talked about that. Oh, yeah, what happened with your water heater? So if you remember correctly, you last time I hadn't bathed in a while, having come over to your house and stuff, and we, you know, we left for New Year's, so I didn't get to like do anything about it until we came back. But I looked into it. My dad said, "Oh, it'll be easy to fix." And then he looks at it, and then it's like a really complicated one. Yeah, the one that we, we talked about. Okay, this. we got that far. So I wind up. I call like the local plumber here in Ukaipa. The guy's like, oh, yeah, I can come out and fix hot water here. Yeah, it's like, what's the, what brand is it? And I said, it's GE. You know, I'm looking on the thing. He's like, oh, I can't touch GEs. Like, they're they're way complicated, and I can't do anything about it, and you can't get the parts for it. I'm like, so oh, really? I'm like, he's like, yeah, you're going to have to call GE, I guess. I'm sorry. Like, he's like, maybe if you can get the parts, I can come look at it, but probably not, you know? So I called GE, and they like, oh, yeah, this is really tough to, you know, I don't know. We don't have a way to well, do on well, this. But what happened? Do these <laughs> not, are these not supposed to break? No. Supposedly, it's a really common thing. Most of them, like the guy said, like, yeah, they break all the time. But Then why do they make it so nobody they can? They made it so, because, like, you know, like your pilot light here, right? That seems it's evil. It's, like, sealed in this, like, yeah. this, this box, and you can't get to it. And so you can't go in there and change it. And so I called them, and they told me, like, the part number I would need to get. And I said, well, can I get it like it? Home Depot, and they said, oh, no, you're going to have to find, like, a dealer or something. I'm like, can I order it from you? If I was to order it from them, they could send it to me. It would be, like, two weeks. Holy and it would have cost, like, 100 bucks to get from them. It's supposed to be, like, a $10 thing. Yeah. It would have cost $100 from them. It would take two weeks to get here, and then I still have to pay someone to come out and install it. I'm like, well, I can't wait two weeks to have a shower, so that's not going to be good. So we go down to, like, the hardware store here, and, like, we go down to Home Depot. We can't – there's nobody has this thing. I have the part number. And, you know, they said they could order it for me or something, but they even said, like, you got to bring this part in because I don't even know what this is. You know, well, you have to, like, undis- I'm like, I can't take it out of there. It's going to explode on me, you know. So finally, like, I, I talked to the G- this GE lady again, and she said they had some GE dealers that were, like, nearby or, or uh, like, licensed people that could, like, help me maybe. But the nearest one was, like, 50 miles away. I'm like, all right, well, I'll give them a call and see. So I called one of them. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, that's easy. We can fix that. Uh, I got a guy in your area. He'll be there in, like, a 45 minutes. I'm like, what? That's it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, how much is it going to be? And he's like, 150 bucks, parts and labor. It'll be done in an hour. I'm like, okay. The guy came out and did it. Nice. That was it. I thought, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to buy a new one. Like, this thing can't be fixed. And this guy, even though he's, like, 50 miles away, he had a guy that happened to be in the area. Well, if you're, that's got to be a pretty good racket. You've got these hot water heaters that no but nor normal Nobody person can, can touch. You can't get the parts. The parts like, so he could have said any number yeah, in a reasonable. Like, if I don't like, because it was like eight hundred dollars. So yeah, if get he's a doing one hundred fifty bucks a pop, yeah, you bet he's got guys in those areas. Because because the actual thing, like like most of them for a regular one, are like ten dollars, like ten dollars. But since you can't, you can't get it anywhere else. But the thing is, <clears throat> if I had like, like top the of the line guy, water heater, if I had hired the local guy, it would have been a hundred dollars just for the parts. Okay. Plus, I would have had to pay him to come out, so it was a good deal compared to that. Still, if you if you had like a but if you had a normal water heater that you could do this yourself, yeah. Then my my dad's like, oh, I can help you replace that. That's easy. And then he looks at it and is like, oh no, no, we can't touch that. So how many more times does this have to happen before you're just like? Well, now I know it's 150 bucks a pop. They're supposed to last for four or five years. Okay. The hot water heater is only supposed to last like 10 years. So by that point, I'll probably have to buy a new one anyway. Does but, every hot uh, water heater dying end in, like, an explosion? I don't know. It's terrifying. Like, looking at things and watching the guy do it, because it was way more complicated than, like, a regular one. He had to take the whole entire unit apart and, like, unseal this, like, hermetically sealed, like, case that everything is. I mean, it was terrifying. 
And after a while, I think he was tired of me watching him too. I was like, because I was like, oh, did you want like a water or something? Yeah, yeah, go get me a water. That'd be great. I think he just wanted me out of his hair because I was just like staring at him doing it. So anyway, it was quite an ordeal. But I'm I'm clean now. It's good. I didn't have time to shave well, yet. Well, I offered. I, I know. Didn't have well, to take off my. We offer. were about. To, I thought I was going. I was to. like, if you need to bring your family here to bathe. I thought it was going to be like a two week waiting period, and I didn't, Janelle was like, "We're staying in a hotel." Then I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't know what else we can do. The hurt locker of hot water heater. Seriously, that's he what it felt like. like. Uh. He had like so many this huge tool thing. And there's parts everywhere, and I'm like, "You're gonna be able to do it, okay?" And anyway, you need to check Amazon warehouse deals on the water heaters. Well, I just was kind of pricing like I looked at like general guidelines for parts and labor and putting the thing in and about 800 bucks is what i got <laughs> the guy's like i'm, I'm sorry, sorry run. <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. i blew up your house <laughs> i will seriously i felt like that's what was gonna happen even just me like doing the pilot light i'm like, like <gasps> when they make when they finish what happens in 10 years in 10 years it's just done like what does that mean though does it i explode? don't know well i think does it just it, gets cold again does it blow hopefully it just gets cold <laughs> okay it uh, that's all that happened this time okay if it always just ends in explosion, yeah. I'm like, they better That's just what happens. I just always just hear explode. about people's hot water heaters breaking and then flooding the house. Yeah. And it happened to my parents when I was like when I lived at home. So, Ugh. also Matthew broke one once at our house. I can't what remember what he, he did. We'll have to have him come on and tell the story. But he did something where he like broke the like faucet thing off and it just started gushing water or something. <laughs> I gotta have him come on the show because it's really good. But remind me, and we'll ask him. Was about this it at your house or was it in, in my house? parents' house? Like okay. I'm yeah. So next time we'll get another good water heater story. So all anyway, right. I'm, I'm clean. My family's clean. That's why I'm able to come over and not be all gross. It's okay. good. Well, I'm living in Ukaipa. Yeah. Um, been walking in Ukaipa. Oh yeah, tell us about that multiple times. Um. I still get freaked out because of the there's no very sidewalk. few sidewalks and people have come sort of close. Yeah. Um but it's fine. I mean, I just Where have you And walked? then well I do I got my walk planned out now. It's okay. almost 2 miles. I go out here, I walk up. Um well now I go again. I I started um I go down um 4th Street. Okay. Hang a right on Wildwood Canyon. Then hang a right on 5th Street, then okay. hang a right on E, and then hang a right on 4th Street. It's a perfect oh, yeah, loop. loop. Except well, there's very few sidewalks. And the other thing about this freaking town, there are way too many off-leash dogs. Oh, yeah. Tons yeah. of off-leash dogs. And there has been multiple, you know, the dog, oh, yeah, like, the dog jump. situation. So there's lots of, so a lot of off-leash, off-leash dogs. There's only been a couple that were, like, out in the neighborhood. And one of them, and thankfully they were, like, little dogs. But there have been big dog situations where they're off-leash, but they're in a yard. And they come right up there. Yeah. Like, so if I'm not paying attention, there'll just be dog. There's, like, a, there's a spot, because we'd always walk up to Janelle's school from our house. And there's a spot where I would have to cross the street for a whole section and go back over because there was like a whole block of dogs that would like come up at the at the yeah. wall. And these are like big dogs. Yeah. Like um couple pit bulls. Yeah. Some like big German shepherds. And the funniest one was one time I'm walking by this gate and all of a sudden these dogs run up and it's like a giant 
freaking like Doberman, like scary, scary dog, and then like a little miniature pincher. <laughs> and I'm just like, why doesn't that giant dog eat that little dog? I guess because they're like family. They're friends, yeah. But like, it's this tiny little dog. He's like, yip, yip, yip. And then this giant dog that could bite my face off. It just easy, they could swallow that dog. Maybe that's why. It's just not even. Yeah, it's not like, even worth the trouble. Gonna be? It's like the ox pecker that sits on the back of the rhino. Yeah. You know, they're like, eh. But know. it was just so funny. Like this little tiny dog and this giant Doberman <laughs> like coexist. I mean, yeah, it's a miniature pincher, which I guess is like the badass of little dogs. It's like if I were big, I would bite your face off. <laughs> but I'm not big. Like getting up to my face. So, but um, but uh. Maybe if I bring snacks with you. Maybe I should do that. But then what if some guy shoots me for trying to feed his dog? Because, like, half of these are like, beware of dog. Beware of owner. Although there is a really funny sign, and I was going to take a picture of it, but the guy was standing outside, and okay. I just thought it'd be weird. It's, what is it? Dogs bite butts. <laughs> dogs bite butts. It's what? right up the street. I got to show it to you sometime. It says, it says dog, dogs, dogs bite butts. butts. It's seriously what it says. Well, it's a very specific warning. If you don't <laughs> want your butt bit, then don't go by there. Um, The guy would be like, it's not funny, guy. <laughs> yeah, you want to see? Because he's, he's standing out there smoking a pipe. And <laughs> I think it's his house, but there's, it's a dog bites butts. I thought that was really funny. And I almost got my phone out, but they were like, oh, I don't know. Now, if you were to do your loop the other direction and go up third... How would I go up third? Like, just make a left at Wildwood instead. I haven't tried that. That's right by my house there. Okay. That goes to my house. I'm just saying. That's how close we are. We are close. Yeah. So, that's cool. Well, we also got to, like, explore... Because there's all kinds of trails and stuff like that. We yeah. got to show you some cool stuff like that. Too. But I am... Um, for my daily walk, I don't want to have a walk that I have to, like, drive to. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, for special occasion walks. Well, yeah, there's lots of different trail areas. Yeah. I mean, there's the whole trail area up. Like, I've driven by it. Like, up by the, like, there's that soccer park. Yep. And then there's, like, a whole trail area. And I've seen people hiking on the trails up there. Plus, we have a state park here in town. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. A lot of good white hiking, ugh, walking up there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of cool yeah. places. But this is just, like, my good daily walk. And it's, like, a little bit, like, dodging traffic, dodging dogs. <laughs> yeah. Keep you on um, your toes. That's good. Um, you know, well, all the while, people think I'm weird because this one... It always... Whenever something really funny happens on a podcast, <laughs> inevitably there is somebody walking, like, by me or I'm walking by somebody. And <laughs> just, like, oh my God. That's the crazy guy people that walks around give me, like, these weird looks. Because, like, I was listening to, like... Because <clears throat> I, I was listening to the episode... There was an episode of Go Bayside with Scott Ackerman. Uh-huh. And it was just... Because it's Scott Ackerman. <laughs> right, right. And so he was being hilarious and I couldn't stop laughing. Because because oh they were they spent a good chunk talking about oh wait no it was the most I laughed recently was Chris Hardwick was on and they were talking about like it was the episode of Saved by the Bell where Mrs. Belding gives birth in an elevator <laughs> and how magically like one they have nothing but a t-shirt and somehow they deliver this baby and there's no. <laughs> No afterbirth, nothing, no blood or and, and the, somehow the umbilical cord's gone, <laughs> and the baby's all cleaned up. And then they're talking about what would that, what would that 
elevator really look like? Like, they would open that door and the baby would be dead. Zach would be puking all over the place. (laughs) There would just be blood. Because then April's like, you know, you shit a lot. Like, and like, so she's like, there'd be every bodily. So they're like, that elevator would be like just a horror show. And like, just them talking about it. Because then. (laughs) Then they started talking about, like, because Mrs. Belding earlier in the episode had, like, a peanut butter and milkshake and all this weird pregnant food. So, uh-huh. like, so then they're like, her poop would be really weird. <laughs> Talk about her poop. And, like, <laughs> so this is what you're listening so to as you're like, walking around your kind of I'm, like, laughing. And people, like, because this dude was, like, raking his legs. I'm, like, I was raking his legs, raking <laughs> his, his leaves. leaves. And I'm, like, laughing audibly. And he looks over at me and I'm going to raise in. I'm, like, eh. Hey. I'm, like, <laughs> This is a small enough town you're going to be known as the guy that walks around and laughs at himself. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Um, that's good. Well, we need to do some some walks then. Definitely. You know, like meet in the middle. Yeah, we can do around. that. Definitely. This is awesome. So, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been playing a lot of video games. My New Year's. Yeah, what did you do for New Year's? Played Diablo 3 with Josh. Nice. Right up until like midnight? Josh took three minutes and then came right back. I played all the way through. Probably had to go say happy. happy yeah, because Rachel was like watching a movie downstairs with Allison. So he's like, I'll be right back. And then he came back and then we kept playing for like another like hour and a That's half. That's awesome. So, um, so, but Diablo 3 is awesome. Like I'm on, I'm on, I'm now on the, I, I got to level 70. I beat the normal so we can play adventure mode. I got, I've been playing a lot with Chuck. I finally, so last night, like, Chuck and I have been playing, like, a crazy amount, and last night, Chuck um, kept dying, so, and then he went back to town during the boss fight, which if you do, you can't go back in, so I'm, like, fighting the boss all by myself, <laughs> and the build that I have right now, I'm, I've made it for solo play, so, like, I, I can't, I pretty much can't die. Like, I have all these crazy, I'm a crusader, and, like, I got this crazy gear, but, like, I don't hit very hard, so it's seriously, Chuck's, like, can't join the battle, so he's stuck in town, and it took me, like, 30 minutes to beat the boss, so I'm like, is this even fun for you? Like, but he's like, no, I just need to finish it, because then once you finish that, it unlocks the whole adventure mode, which is, like, the real the game. guts of the game. Right. So, like, and so finally we beat that, so now we're all up to speed, and... Nice. So, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Diablo 3. And I played it on New Year's, and it was fun. So. Did you, uh, uh, did you read anything? Oh, yeah. Wait, we're in Book Corner. Ah. Sorry, I keep hitting the plus sign. Plus. Plus one. All right, well, um, I, uh, books, I finished Lovecraft's Monsters. Yeah. It was really good. The short story. There were some really awesome short stories point where I even like in the at the end of these anthologies they have like the listing of the authors and I even like made a note of some of them so I want to read some more of their stuff and then it turned out that some of them were like really famous authors like this person has won 25 awards and is one of the other (laughs) I'm like I have never heard of this person but these are like genre writers so like horror writers so yeah and then like a couple of them were dead and that but it gets kind of sad (laughs) when you like read this awesome story and it's like he's dead like oh but he lived a full life. So, okay. <laughs> and then I'm um I'm I, I so then I um I'm currently reading Dinosaur Comics. Dudes already know about chickens. I'm like halfway done. That's Dinosaur good. Comics is so funny. Genius. So funny. Um, I 
again, every time I read it, I, I, I forget how much Ryan North has influenced my writing style since I started <laughs> reading those, and it's pretty huge. Um, Brian Lumley, yeah, he's one of the guys that wrote one of the stories in this oh, Lovecraft cool. Monsters anthologies. And it's really good. So not only at the end, though, not only do they have a list of the authors, they also had a list of each monster. And then, like, what the, they've appeared like, in. And so it was kind of cool reading the actual huh. Lovecraft history of these monsters. Because some of the, it's just it was cool. Some of these stories were genuinely terrifying. Some of them were, there was ones that were really funny. There was, like, huh. some, like, it was, like, a good variety. There was one that the whole thing was just a setup for a giant pun. Um, <laughs> I love stories like that. A good speaking of story. speaking of there was a dinosaur comic that um was a great the whole punchline of it was T-Rex somehow it ended with with it was T-Rex was looking he was he, I didn't the funny thing was I didn't see it coming even though I should have right. so T-Rex they keep talking about punch and it's like, I would really like some punch now. Oh, you, why, are you going to go get some? She's like, no, nah, I'll get it later. Then they're still at the party. And it's like a few days, like a few hours later. Oh, man, I haven't gotten punch yet. And he's like, oh, I need to go get punch. And the last panel is T-Rex. And he says, and he's like, is this the line for punch? And it's like, no, this is the bathroom line. And then and then the, the last thing is T-Rex saying, wait, let me get this straight. There's no punchline. <laughs> and that's the punchline. That's awesome. And I'm like, and Ryan North even at the end is like, bum, ball. <laughs> like his that's note. genius. It's like, wow. There's no punchline. Oh. I've been re- I told you before, I've been reading through my old uh, Kids of Gas Eat Free comics. And um, <laughs> there was a few puns that are so bad that I didn't get my own pun at first. And I'm like, why did I write that? Oh, yeah. You know, it's bad That's when really you bad. When you don't even get your there own There were a couple pun. when I had to like seriously think about it. Beware the new Punisher. Yeah. Pun- yep. That's right. Well, So my puns are so good even thinking myself. Um, And then you just brought me um, a great brain at the, the Academy. Yep. And then I just checked out some books. Oh, yeah, you got your library card. So I got a library card today. And I found out that um, when I went, because I went to the Ukaipa Library website, right. but the San Bernardino County, as Matthew pointed out, they have the same ebook stuff. Right. And they have some extra stuff. And you've so, got, we yes. have access to their whole network. So and that'll be too. awesome. So I'm all dialed in with that. Got a couple books. I got the third Mick Foley book, which I haven't read. It's called The Hardcore Diaries. It's. Um, the book he wrote when he was not happy, he wrote it while he was still in WWE and he wasn't happy there. So I, it made a lot of people mad. So I'm really curious as to what he was writing about. Um, so I'm excited to read that. I also got an, uh, after I read, um, Good Omens, um, which was, uh, Terry Terry Pratchett, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. I I'm reading my first Terry Pratchett book. It's called Thud. I have not. that's tell me. I want to hear how that goes. So, um, because I'm excited, because did you ever play the Discworld? Because I remember I never read Discworld, but um, yeah. but there was a Discworld CD-ROM game. and no It was like, the, it was a point-and-click adventure, and I didn't actually have the game, but I had the demo, huh. and I played the crap <laughs> out of that demo. Because huh. it was kind of like, it was like Monkey Island, but like in medieval times. And it was right. really fun and ridiculous. 
Did you ever play... Did you have the Monty Python CD-ROM? No. Oh, dude. Because I had that, um, and I wasn't even super aware of what my Python was. I just, like, remember my mom would just give me random CD-ROM thing. <laughs> and it was so weird and so funny. Because they Python. recorded a whole bunch... It was, like, the first new thing they had made, like, in probably, like, ten years I, at the time. I mean, I knew... I know about it, but, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I wish I still had it. I also had, like, this WWF... CD thing. I had the Simpsons. There was a bunch of those very specific 90s CD-ROM things that weren't really games. Yeah. Like the Monty Python one. There was the Simpsons one, the Virtual Springfield. There was the WWF one, which I had. Um, and then I had like the Complete Mad, which I don't know where that went. I had huh. it. It had every Mad on CD-ROM. Because people didn't really know what, like, what is this? What do we do with this? Yeah. Like, because then, then there was things again like Microsoft Cinemania and right. Microsoft and Carta, stuff. yeah, maps, <laughs> all those. Oh yeah, I had those street because um, ex- like, Expedia used to be like a CD map thing. Right, right. Remember that? That was like it's that weird. weird. It, it was, was that really weird. It was in that in between time. in between books and the internet. Yeah, we had CD ROMs. So weird. Well, I remember like even when I still in two thousand six. When I was working at uh, Innoventions at Disneyland, they still had some of those like CD-ROM encyclopedia things. Yeah, as if this is still the future. I'm like, guys, like we have the internet now. This is, like this is no one's Microsoft's like I'm, we're not making Encarta anymore. Yeah. Like nobody's buying yeah. a CD-ROM. That's like I mean that is that because <laughs> the internet on it CD. totally is it's exactly what it is. Oh my god! I guess like I could make a CD-ROM encyclopedia to just like get a, yeah. download a bunch of like Wikipedia, Wikipedia pages and burn it to CD-ROM. <laughs> People do okay. I'm sure you've seen this, but where they like print up like they do on on Amazon, you can buy like Wikipedia articles, what? like where they like print them up and bind them because I guess because it's public access like they'll actually print like do like a print on demand but who buys them i don't know if anyone actually buys them but you can buy because i was looking around and i found like there's a book about starflyer 59 and i'm like (laughs) what is this i've never heard of this someone that just like printed the wikipedia article i guess (laughs) i was like half tempted to buy it just to find out what the heck like is going on here I mean, like, it's a page or two. Like, what are they? I don't know. They probably it's like copy, 15 bucks it's or something. It's probably some dude does a Google search, prints out every web page he can find, binds it together. Like, here, here's a book about Starfire. I'm serious. Like, but there's a lot of stuff. I've looked around into it. It's weird. And I'm so tempted. If it wasn't, like, 15 bucks, I would. I just want to buy one and see. Oh, yeah. Be, you would regret that immediately. I think I would. I guarantee you would. But come on, like that's weird, right? I want a Starflyer Fifty Nine book. <laughs> it's just like, you can make your own right now. Yeah. You could do that. It's very low rated, in case you were wondering. By the way. Um, anyway, I just I finally finished Adventure Time and uh, Volume Four, which was really good. Speaking of Ryan North, very nice. funny and stuff. Great Brain of the Academy, which you are reading or going to read right now. Yeah. Um, I read Nim's Island randomly. Wasn't that like a movie? They cartoon? made a movie with. Uh, it wasn't a cartoon. It was actually live action. Oh, with um, I think it was Abigail Breslin mm. and Gerard Butler mm. and someone else. Anyway, really? yeah, I saw it. Like we saw it um, in a hotel or something. I so you're reading the book? With well, the I book finished good? it. It was good. It was very short, just like a little kids' book. But it was actually really fun. Like a kind of a cool. I mean, it's a newer book, but it was just a good. Kind of kid adventure book. She's stuck on an island by herself and has to survive a storm. So you're still on the hunt for the next ghost in my soup? I don't know. It's going to be tough to, to be ghost in my soup. 
I have some good ones like in the in the docket, but um, in fact, the one I'm about to start, I'm right. I'm reading the next great brain one, but I just pulled out. I actually got a book by E. Nesbitt. Oh, nice. It's called I think the Enchanted Castle. Yeah, or something that's that's like the that. book. The one that he kept totally, talking about. Well, also that's the book that started most kids like kid fantasy lit, like as yeah. we know it. So I got a copy of it. Like without I that, it. I don't think anything like Harry Potter wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like none of that stuff. So I got it. I'm going to read the original. So I'm very excited about that. I just pulled that out. Like read. I feel like even Tolkien, like in one of his books, like I because I've read a lot of his other. Like I feel like even he talked about yeah. Nesbit. Well, and, and then again, just reading the half because that was like books, what, like 1919. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like very very early. So I'm I'm very excited for that. Man, so that's like around the time. That must have been a weird time because you had like that. You had like Lovecraft was happening, like all that stuff. Wizard and of then, Oz back like, then, yeah, too. like all that kind of, and then like all that because a lot of that was cereals, yeah, and all that. Man, Good crazy time. time. So, well, I'll report on that when I start reading it. Actually, <laughs> all right. So, currently reading Great Brain. Currently Morgan. reading that, and yeah, all right. We already talked about another oh, yeah. place CDs. Cool, they're out there. It's available on all your digital download things now. If you want to uh, check that out, nice. Got no new movies. No new movies. Um, all right. So on the DVD on demand corner, I've decided to expand it a little bit and include because I'm like we don't really talk about like current TV shows that we're watching. True. So let's and I watch it on Hulu. So that so, counts if it's on Hulu. I think it should count. It's on well, demand. And then um, some of the like um, some of the other things I get through other means. <laughs> yeah, whatever, you know, on demand, if you will. So, well, WWE Network, been watching the crap out of that. Uh-huh. I watched uh, WCW pay-per-view. Um, it's still funny to me that even in the the height of their popularity, WCW, sometimes the actual production, like, went off the rails. <laughs> where, like, things are happening that were not planned. People are screwing up. Like, major production screw-ups, <laughs> like, still happen on a fairly consistent basis. Which I'm like, wow. Like, WWE, like, Vince, because you always hear, like, that's Vince McMahon thing. Like, oh, their production values are bushly. I'm always like, that's just Vince McMahon. <laughs> but I'm, like, watching it, and I'm like, no, there's they have some serious problems <laughs> that they never quite address. Um where I'm like, they really, because they really had, like, it was kind of Bush League. <laughs> like, it's just funny, like, when they recommend, they screw up. Everybody's talking about Orphan Black. Like, everybody. Huh. I feel like I need to watch that. I'll have to check it out. Um, so, and then, um, see, Josh, Josh just said it. it's the best show on TV. Um, and then Benson, I had heard about Lucha. So there's a new network out. Okay. It's only on satellite, but it's Robert Rodriguez is behind it and MGM. They put a bunch of money into it. It's like, um, so it's kind of, it's like, it's got a, it's, it's got a Hispanic bent, but it's also just for like dudes. Okay. Cause they show like, so, um, it's called El Rey network and it sounds like an awesome network. They show like old Kung Fu movies, a bunch huh. of old, like cult movies. They have the, um, the, uh, dust till dawn TV show, which I haven't heard any good, super good things about. <laughs> but it's there. But, um, but, uh, but they have a new wrestling show. It's called Lucha Underground. It's so AAA. It's I, I don't I, I can't pronounce the actual. It's Administrative Assistencia. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> okay. It's the oldest running Spanish um, promotion in Mexico. 
they've been trying to break into the U.S. forever. Like, to the point where in the 90s, which is funny, I'm watching Monday Nitro, and they loan out a ton of their wrestlers. They loaned out a bunch of their wrestlers huh. to WCW. And and <clears throat> so now this is their first. So they partnered up with Robert Rodriguez and some other guys, and they have an actual, it's an American wrestling show. Oh, CMLL, CMLL is the oldest. Sorry, AAA started in early 90s. Thank you, Steve, for correcting me. I know one of them has been around since the 50s, like Lucha, like the classic. Okay. And then CMLL is the one that's been around for a long time. Well, AAA has been around for a while. So CMLL, 80 years. There you go. Steve Espinosa knows his Mexican wrestling. He knows wrestling. his stuff. Um, Get your facts straight. All right, so Lucha Underground is AAA's f- first real attempt into making their own American TV show for an American audience. But they don't. They it's 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 lucha libre in the most it's the most lucha libre show that's ever been aired in America <laughs> that's not like a straight up because sometimes I would watch the, the like the lucha libre show on like Univision or something Bro, yeah but this, I, I, even I would watch those this is like this is a, this foreign American audience it's it's gorgeous like they, they it's like real really well done like the so it's called lucha underground. The um the vignettes that they do, um, they're like professional cinematography, like looks like it was shot like professionally, like they look amazing. It's not just let's set up a quick camera in the locker room. Right. Like these are like professionally well shot, multiple huh. cameras, like shot the the actual action, the ring action, they're doing things that WWE isn't doing. Like really? it looks really good. It's a small I mean part of it is it's a small venue. It's the same venue so they can set up all kinds of if WWE had the same venue, yeah, they could set up this kind of but because it's this um and some of my friends have gone to tapings of this and I actually it's funny watching the tapings and there's a very um while it's a big audience there's a very specific like niche group of people that are at all the LA wrestling shows. Right. I'm like, oh, there's Deshaun, there's that guy, there's that <laughs> other dude, like that I've seen at like all these. Um... Yeah, dude. Uh, so like they have this, they have this balcony that's specifically for people jumping off of, <laughs> and like yeah, um, Johnny Mundo or John Morrison. Um, so basically, it's this combination. They've got the straight up guys that have never wrestled in American promotion before, right. like guys from AAA, and then to mix in with that, so you have your AAA luchadors that they introduce. And really, WWE should be taking some notes because when they introduce new guys, they get these really awesome like story packages, and they have like these backgrounds. And I'm like, you're like really invested in these new guys instead of just oh, here's Johnny. Jojo and he's he's <laughs> new like whatever but now it's like this is this guy and he when he was a kid his whole family died in an earthquake and now he's the man <laughs> of a thousand deaths and like and like it's like and like these really cool like yeah Pentagon Junior like and like and like all these other guys so you like you know their backstories That's and you're cool. like interested in them and like even for non wrestling you can follow the stories right. and so it's very scripted it's only an hour. Which, so it's tight. It's like there's no like filler. Every match is important, and there's like tell it it, it forwards the storyline, huh. and like everybody's part of a story. There's the roster is small enough where like everybody gets, and so they bring a combination of. So you got your AAA guys. You got some like free agents. Like they got John Morrison, who was like huge in WWE, and then. 
he quit. Well, it was a political thing. Depending on either quit or got fired. Right. Depending on who you whose version of the story. Um, so he's, but he's still an awesome wrestler. So they got him. They got Chavo Guerrero, who's part of the Guerrero wrestling family and like really big. So they got a couple big big names. Um, another guy. Um, yeah, no twenty minute Triple H and Orsina promos. <laughs> so that kind of thing. Um, and then they got a bunch of indie guys who. I, people that I am very familiar with. So, for instance, one of their new rookies they brought in is this guy, Prince Puma. He's actually a wrestler named Ricochet, who is probably top three indie wrestlers in the country. Wow. So they brought him in. They brought in they, – they, I haven't seen him on TV yet, but they brought in Brian Cage, who, again, in my top five indie wrestlers in the country. They got some other – then they got local Orange County guys. Like I've seen – they got Famous B, who's – um, Benson and I actually no wait we didn't interview him but we've I've met him uh-huh. um, we got some other there's some local guys that play like some smaller roles like smaller like some like one of the jobbers is a local guy so like famous bees a jobber um, and oh yeah son of havoc is Matt Cross from like Ring of <laughs> Honor um, so like a bunch of guys like well known indie guys and they're really doing well cool. and it's an it's an it's awesome to see a new TV show and they got some big plans. For 2015, they're bringing in um, one of the guys he recently left WWE, Alberto Del Rio. There's rumors that they're bringing him in. And maybe Rey Mysterio Jr., if he can get out of his WWE contract. Wow. Um, so, like, um, so just things like that. It's actually, I'm, I've, I've never, I haven't been this excited for a new wrestling show in a long time. I just hope it keeps going and people are watching and it keeps going. Because you can tell they put a bunch of money into this. Right. And... Like and again, like it's backed. Robert Rodriguez is executive producer. It's backed by MGM. Like so, if this doesn't do well, like this this it's train, like it's it's gonna be. So I hope it's not another because there was this there was this wrestling show on MTV back in the day um, called Wrestling Society X, and it was on MTV. But I loved it because it was a ton of these like underground indie guys and other guys. And but it was only on for a season, and it didn't do very well, and then it was done. They didn't even air all the episodes. So I hope this is not another not Wrestling Society X. Um, it was cheesy as hell, but that was kind of the intention of it. It wasn't meant to be taken. So I think this is this is where this is different. This had again, it's very like here are the story like this guy's a bad guy, and here's these and like again these cinematic story right. like cinematic vignettes like. It was pretty cool. There was fireworks, there fireworks during big moves, and there was like bands. That's what also like there was like a live band. This one has a live band, but they're only at the very beginning. Okay. Like they would, it would, there would be like bands. There would be like we're gonna take a break, and this and like like Slipknot's gonna play a song. Like they play like a full huh. song because again it was on MTV. Right, so right. Um, yeah, I remember Black Label Society was on it. That was a big deal. So huh. um, things like that. So yeah, three six mafia before they won an Oscar was on it, and um, yeah, so so I just hope this doesn't end up as another thing like that, and it actually works. So if you're remotely interested, and also if you don't even if you're not huge in wrestling, they have random things like they have mini wrestlers. Well, a mini wrestler, okay. and that was always one of my favorite things from WWE because the thing that they do is the mini wrestler. Doesn't just re- he doesn't wrestle another mini wrestler he wrestles the other guys, the guys right. and it's pretty awesome. Um, they also have intergender wrestling, 
which some people don't like, but I I I think it's cool. I think it's cool if a girl wants to get right. in a ring with a dude and they're like going for it. I think it's cool. Um, so, but a lot of the old school people like there's been a lot of ever since Andy Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. Um. So I've been watching that, and then I am all caught up on Parenthood, and. They ended, they had like their mid-season finale and it was like the biggest cliffhanger ever. Really? And now I'm freaked out because <laughs> I'm so invested in the show. Um, and so I really, really, I need the sh- I need to watch, know what happens. Cause <laughs> what do you have to wait till? I don't know. <laughs> but I know this is the, this is going to be, the, I think like this, this is it. This is the last, like this, they're, they're done. But I'm just glad that we get, like, they're wrapping things up. And I really hope Coach doesn't die. I still have never seen it. It's so good. I, I've heard it's good. I know Janelle didn't really like it that much, but she said she watched she an, watched episode. Like an episode. I think, I really, I don't know. Especially, I feel like if you have kids, you would appreciate it on, like, a whole other level that I, that I can't even understand. But I still really like it. Maybe because I relate to the kid with Asperger's. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but um, it, it made me really love, like, I've always been on the fence with Ray Romano. And now, like, this is I think it's the best thing he's ever done. His episode of Marin was really super awesome, too. And that's the Romano that comes out. And, like, he even does a parenthood joke in that episode of Marin. He's like, oh, I gotta go. Somebody, like, I gotta go film when he has to leave. Oh, I didn't know that's what he was He's gotta about, go though. do parenthood. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, my gosh. When they like leave him with that, uh, his wife's like, "Why is there a grown man in, in a hockey, hockey jersey. jersey on our couch?" Oh, yeah. dude! But then like the whole National Enquirer thing, <laughs> he's like, helping. "Somebody really loves Raymond." Oh, uh, so good. But yeah, I, I, so I've been watching. I finished. I, I watched. I binge watched like because I was behind like eight episodes. Right. Parenthood, so good, such a good show. Um everybody on it it's it's amazing like they're just crushing it <laughs> like and may whitman especially she's like the all-star of that show i think um really good check it out and then i watched an episode of snl i watched a chris rock episode okay kind of just kind of okay. there were some good ones it wasn't the most solid one my favorite thing in that one was the um the what was it the swift the Taylor Swift, uh, it was like Swift Amin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, this is like, well, who is? I love this song. Who is this? Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've cool. done that to people where they're like, yeah, I love that. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. They're like, what? There are some other good ones too. It's been a while since I've seen it, but there's a couple also. Good ones. Um, what's her face? Leslie. What's what's the newest cast member? The one that was a writer, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. I feel like it's Leslie. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, she's anyway. so funny. Yeah. Which one did she do in that one? Um, See, part of it is that I watch the clips, like you know, step. You have Hulu Plus. I know they're not to watch commercials then when I watch the clips. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have it. I'll give you my secret. I watch them on Yahoo Screen, and I can. Yeah, watch but the Yahoo Screen app, I hate it. Well, I watch it on my computer. I I've tried it on the computer. I've tried it. I just what? don't I like can it. Watch the whole thing without watching any commercials, and I can skip the ones that look dumb. Like if there's a sports one I don't care about or something, I can skip past all that. I'm telling you, it's the way to go. That's how I watch it now. But 
she's really funny. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of which one it was in that episode. Well, I um, I forgot specifically, but she's. Really I really funny. like the new cast members, though. The oh, guys yeah. that are doing Weekend Update are great. Michael Che and the update the is other like guy. is amazing. Yeah, I was worried, but no, it's no, really no. good. It's awesome. Michael Che in particular yeah. is like super funny. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. I like the new cast. All Sorry, right, Shashir is the other new one, newer one. <laughs> she's really good too. Uh, let's Poor see. Brooks Whalen only had one season. Well, they they hired way too many people. When they hired like those five dudes, I'm like, all right, half of these dudes are yeah, gone. That's what they do. First of all, they were like interchangeable. Yeah, and that's totally why they did that. That's what they do every once in a while. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I think the people they wound up with are good. We've lost a couple ones that I liked, but you know, it happens. I mean, you had. I mean, I I think of. I think he'll be fine. I think some people you can be a one season wonder and and yeah. and, and like I mean, look at Jenny Slate. That's prime example to me there, like Sarah Silverman, Ben Stiller. Yeah, wait, you know, going and back um, yeah. So, um, I we had okay, pretty big epic. Yeah, I gotta hear. Like, did you? So we, did you the, watch it with the kids? We've been watching Pee Wee's Playhouse with the kids. Yes, and they really wanted to watch the movie, so we watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Did what happened during Large Marge? We cut. They were watching it with Uncle Matthew, and okay. he like just covered their eyes real quick. <laughs> so they didn't even see they it. They didn't see it. When are you gonna? Sh- when are they gonna see the, it? They're gonna later. But they were like, they were like, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. And we're like, <laughs> we'll cover your eyes for that part. It'll be okay. And then afterwards, like, what does it look like? And we're like, it's just a silly face. So we'll probably let them watch it later. Did but they for l- now, what about the clowns? The clowns. Did they yeah, freak out? They didn't freak out at that. No. They, okay. See, so again, I'm telling you, it's subliminal. <laughs> okay. One day. They're gonna be like they're gonna see a clown, and for they're not gonna know why, and they're gonna freak out. Well, it's in there now. now. They're okay, it's but did they there. love it's been it? How they much did it. they love that movie? Loved it. I mean, they've been doing Pee Wee play or Pee Wee's voice. They asked me to do it. They asked Matthew to do it. Mommy to do it. I mean, we've been doing Pee Wee talk, everything. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Now they're bugging me to watch Pee Wee's Big Top. Big, they're Big Top Pee Wee. You're gonna so. have to do it. <laughs> it's we gotta cry. I think that they'll think it's weird and funny. Like, it's a talking pig. They'll just find it funny. But they've been bugging And me. you can... And when was the last time you watched it? I haven't watched it probably for like five years. So you can watch it again and be like, this movie's crazy. It, it pro- yes, yes. And Benicio Del Toro's in it. But it has the dog boy, right? Yeah. Dog face boy. It's sitting there on the shelf. They can see it. They know it's there. They're like, we want to watch it. So... We'll Do it. it. It's just... I we feel also, like we've been watching through the original Star Wars trilogy on VHS again. Nice. So Audrey has not made it all the way through yet. Luke, I don't think, made it all the way through entirely. So Pee-wee was in two Cheech and Chong films. He was also in Back to the Beach with Frankie and Annette. That's when really? he did the Bird is a Word song, Like when he did that. I did not know that. Yeah. He was I in think Dunstan I'm, Checks In. Yeah. He's also in Blues Brothers. Did you know that? No, he's the waiter. Huh? When they when they and originally like when they first sit down, he's like he's the he's the waiter that sits them because then it's their friend when they're doing right, how right. much for the we mean right. But the waiter is Paul. I don't Rubens. have to go back and look at that. And you know he's in Batman Returns, right? I knew that. You know it's him and the wife is um, what's her face from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Miss. Um, no, the wife, Dolores or. Doris, the waitress. Yeah, but what's her uh, Simone? Simone. Simone. Yeah. 
so it's him it's him and Simone yeah yeah and um um and of course he's a mystery man yeah so there you go <coughs> have you oh blow yeah he's in blow and have you watched Pushing Daisies yet? I have not watched Pushing, Pushing Daisies. That's the most bummer part about Pushing Daisies is in season two, he was they were setting him up for a series regular, and, and then, then it got canceled. Yeah. Um, Pushing was, Daisies is amazing. Because that's the same guy that did um, Wonder Falls. Right? He did Wonder Falls and Dead Like Me. Have you watched Dead Like Me? I haven't that. Oh, you should. That was a that I watched all of that and like it's so good. I feel like it's I watched so like a couple episodes good. and then never like. Oh my it. god! Oh, love it! Oh, it's so good. Well, anyway, don't watch the movie though. P- yeah, I mean, that's right. Josh and Rachel loan us the DVDs and we started oh, watching it. I think, so, but then we didn't finish it or something. It's so Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, no, I oh remember. My God. I remember, like, we started it. We just didn't ever get around it's to it. It's such a good show. But then the movie... The was, movie not good? It was, it was, not good. It was very disappointing. All right. Well, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was a great hit. The kids loved it. Matthew is probably a little tired of Janelle and I quoting it. He the, said dead like, whole, the Dead Like Me movie was one of the reasons why I was worried about Veronica Mars' movie. Really? Yes. So it was that bad? Yes. Um... We, when we were watching it, Matthew said that Janelle and I kept like saying the lines under our breath. He's like, Stop it! Stop it. Why are you doing I'm like, I can't help it. It's, I know this whole movie. It's um, so quotable. It's the so other thing good. then, so Matthew was over and I I'm listening to reason. I'm listening to reason. I told Matthew about how much you hate my Pee Wee impression too. But the kids though, when we all do it, like they'll make Matthew do it and Janelle do it and I do it and they say that I'm the only one that sounds like Pee Wee. They haven't heard mine yet. They haven't heard yours. They need to hear yours. Because then you could go into Tina. (laughs) You know what I noticed too? Okay, go back and watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. Window, the sound of the beginning. It sounds a lot like Tina. Like if you watch it every time I hear it now, I'm like, oh, it's like Tina. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah, seriously, watch it again. It's totally like Tina. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so then Matthew was over and he wanted we wanted to watch like another good 80s movie so I gave him some choices and he picked Young Sherlock Holmes oh I haven't seen that in forever that is a great it's like one of the first CGI isn't it yeah the suit of armor the uh, stained glass window that comes alive it's really good it's also funny that it's produced by that's a by a uh, it's it's produced by Steven Spielberg yeah but um, written by Christopher Columbus. Okay. And I forget who actually directed it now off the top of my head. Yes, we all know that Boz Berger also does the voice on Archer. We're but <laughs> the interesting thing is if you watch it... And He's you- also Coach McGurk on Home Movies. Which I still haven't seen yet. Oh my gosh, you got to watch Home Movies. If you like Boz Burgers, come on. I need to. I need to. But It's like all the same people. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom... Young, young, uh, young Sherlock Holmes. I don't know if you've ever like made the connection between the two, but they're very, very similar. They well, come, all those movies. But I mean, like this one, they come to this underground temple thing. They are doing a human sacrifice. They see one person get sacrificed, and then he winds up rescuing the other one. I mean, like it's very, and they put him like in a trance, so they don't know what's happening. And it's there's a lot of similarities there, but it's really, really good, super good. The, the scene when they're, like, hallucinating in the graveyard and she's getting, like, pulled into her grave is still pretty terrifying. 
Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because Matthew said that he like he had started to watch it and never finished it because he didn't know what it was. And he's like, oh, this will be fun. Young Sherlock Holmes on like a kid's show. And he put it on with like my little sisters when they were little. And like the first guy that like dies, like commits suicide at the beginning, he's like, okay. Well, yeah, that was that string of Amblin movies that are the reason why PG-13. Yeah. Also, so the two, the two I found, I always thought it was Poltergeist and Gremlins. I was half right. The ones that really pulled the trigger on PG-13 were Temple, Temple of Doom, of Doom and Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. But but Poltergeist, Goonies, and um, Young Sherlock Holmes are all Now that one's that, rated PG-13 now. Yeah. But I don't know, like, if I think PG-13 was... Happened, and then Young Sherlock and then, Holmes was one of the first PG thirteen yeah. movies. But it's definitely all in those that. movies were right in that bubble. Yeah, yeah. And and there was all like pretty much it was Richard Donner and Steven Spielberg's yeah. fault. Come on, guys. No, but it, I mean it makes sense. There's got to be that in between ground. Anyway, super good. It was fun watching that. So, what about Netflix? Oh, you've been Still watching, watching Bob's Burgers. I watched. Um, on Chris, I, I forgot like the, about the Christmas Boz Burgers episodes, so I watched which Christmas episode did I just watch? Not the newest one. Um, it was the one where oh the homeless guy where well Zach Galifianakis uh-huh. and they do the like displays the, the like the mannequin one yeah because yeah. there's also the one that's like a straight up dual yeah parody yeah. Um, but the one with the mannequin one's really funny. Where he's, really like, where he's like, you're not a real mannequin. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, That's good. They have to go rescue the other mannequin from the sex shop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. And then... Um, and then... Did a little binge uh, watching, I understand. Oh, oh, Marin, Marin. Um, season 2 is on Netflix season now. Season 2 was on Netflix on December 28th. On December 28th, I watched all of season two. <laughs> all 13 episodes. I watched them all. Now, we have not gotten to the very end of it yet. We've oh watched my the gosh. first 10. I told, I, had, I told you, you have to do it because I, 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 will, I just told you a little detail. It's in the description. Yeah, I knew from the description. There's the last episode, well, the record store one is awesome. Because also, because Jonah Ray plays the record store clerk and he's really funny. Okay. Um, but then the season finale of season two... They go to Redlands. Oh, yeah, which is right down the street. Um, but they're in, like, the back... Because I'm like, not all of Redlands is like this, but they had to make it seem... So they're, like, in the backwoods of Redlands. They're, they're, and that exists in Redlands. Yes. There's, there's a lot of different pockets of Redlands. Well, there's backwoods you kind of Well, yeah, there's definitely. Um, it, this second season has been just, like, genius. Though. Oh, my God. Absolutely love it. I mean, some of the best episodes... I mean, I, I think it's it's... He's raised the bar quite a bit, and it's yeah. just been super good. Some of my favorite episodes, the one that really hit home for me was staying at the hotel. Yeah. And, like, that just, and, like, the the waffle bar guy. Waffle. Just, 20, what's a 24-hour <laughs> waffle bar? And hey. and also, Tig Nataro is the clerk, and she's really funny. Yeah. And, um, she was on uh, Last Comic Standing. Yes. And um, have you seen her stand-up where she basically... In her stand-up routine, like talks about she how she when like the day she was diagnosed with cancer because she had breast cancer. No, and then the day she was diagnosed, it's like one of the best things you'll ever watch. You should look it up. She was really she, good on last. So she talks about her diagnosis like right after she found out. Really, and it was on. It's crazy. Um, but she got really big because of that. 
And then she was on um she's on Marin, like she's on the podcast. That's a good episode of the podcast. Okay. She's also on You Made It Weird, Pete Holmes. This is amazing. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, she's one of those people that goes on Doug Loves movies and says she never watches movies. <laughs> But uh, that one where the Marin, where he goes on the Talking Dead and hasn't watched Walking Dead, <laughs> was so amazing. <laughs> like that whole episode. And then, because he's like, and the news, and here's Michael Lee Black, it's great. And then here's Mark Barrett, he has a, a podcast. <laughs> So, oh, God. And then, like, the whole thing, like, so how does it feel to just be broken up with by your young daughter? Like, can he break it on his his girlfriend? That whole episode is just painful to <laughs> it's watch. Amazing. amazing. Absolutely. And amazing. then just the stuff with his mom. The whole, like, one of my favorite is David Cross with the oh, whole family yes. intervention. Yes. <laughs> like, I got something <laughs> that can help. And um, I also love that you might not have noticed this because you're not a wrestling nerd, but. Um, so the, uh, the assistant, yeah, he's a huge wrestling fan. Um, every shirt he wears during, throughout the season is a, is a wrestling shirt. I've noticed a couple of them. He's got support indie wrestling, rock nest monsters, two different Joey Ryan shirts. And I've a couple noticed other a couple shirts. just like from hearing you talk, yeah. but I can't think of which ones, but I did notice that. Plus they had CM Punk. Yeah, and yeah, CM Punk was on, was on the, show. the show, and that was funny. He's on The Comeback. He's also on Masters of Sex. I've never watched that show. He's really funny, though. He's funny. Like he it. was on... I, the Go Base side he was on was one of my favorites. That's how I found out about him. And it turns out he's like a huge wrestling nerd. Huh. And because he, he managed to bring up wrestling like na- naturally, and I'm like, he's one of those wrestling fans that can bring it up bring like, it naturally. Um, CM Punk no, is on, on Marin. Of Marin yeah. Sorry. Not on Masters of um, Sex. The assistant is on Masters of Sex. And then his mom is played by Sally Kellerman, who is a favorite of mine for a few things. Of course, she was on MASH. Yeah. But also uh, another Altman classic, Brewster McCloud, if yes. you remember correctly. And uh, plus, of course, uh, Back to School. So some of my all-time favorite movies. And now she's on Marin, so that's pretty cool. And like when they get them all, it's really funny. Oh, when they're all in the same room together. She's the one that he says the famous line to, like, give me a call when you got no class. And I said that to a girl at Viola. And so she called me after class and was like, hey. I'm like, what's up? And she's like, you said to call me after class. And you're like, wow, like, oh, that, that worked. Yeah, okay, cool, all right. That was like that when, was I, line from a movie. when I put on my Bob's resume, like, <laughs> come stop by my room sometime. And, like, sometimes people, girls and guys, would. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, okay. Hey, what's up? Um and then Comedy Bang Bang season two. Oh yeah, I started watching. I watched the first episode. Oh, that's um, such a good, I've the, I've been rewatching the, through the over, whole over thing again. where like first it starts off where he's in an asylum and Reggie's his doctor, and then in the end is Reggie's in an yeah, asylum yeah. and he's the doctor, and then oh. just all oh dude, I forgot how amazing it's such a good show. <laughs> so funny. I literally I've w- watched through it like twice now. I think because it's just I'm in season two. So and I, because I started watching it because I listened to the Go Bait side with Scott Ackerman. I'm like, oh man, Scott Ackerman is yeah. so funny. Oh, and Reggie is just a genius. Yeah. So I've been watching those things also, Marin and Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Um, Janelle and I have been watching through Agents of Shield together. You finished season one. I haven't quite finished season one. Did you I get to the Hydra stuff yet? Still haven't. I ah. put it on pause so Janelle could catch up to me. Man, but I watched a little bit more, but not quite there yet. So good. So it's really good though. And I am not caught up on Doctor Who. That's my next thing next I need thing. to catch up on. 
I'm like several episodes behind. I need to catch up to the Christmas episode, then watch the Christmas episode, because now I got time. There's time between now and when the next, the next thing, the next, then it starts back up. Yeah. So, um, all right, go down. What's next for me? Okay, my the last step I saw was like, man, I don't even know. It was like the fourth episode of the season, so I'm a little behind. Oh, so we finished the last season of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Okay, here's my evaluation. The season itself, the kind of structure of the season gets a little irritating at times. But mm-hmm. it's still pretty funny. And the finale, I, it's exactly what I expected it would be. I don't know why anyone would get upset about it. Mm. Like, I mean, if you watch episode one of it, then you already know how the show is going to end. And it's it's done exactly how they set it up to be. So, Well, they did film that last Yeah, week. and you, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but... They use stuff from the beginning at the end. Like, it's exactly how they set it up. I think everyone is just mad that the mom died. Yeah, but you... I mean, if you've ever watched a romantic comedy and you understand the rules of rom-com, he was going to wind up with her yeah, in the end, right? Like, true. you just know that. That's the rules of rom-com. That's how it works. Yeah, and so, you've... You're, you're, you're a married man, so you've seen every rom all follow the same pattern. You Speaking know. of that... Did you see? Have I, you you've been to the movies quite a bit? Have you seen the trailer to the new Nicholas Sparks movie? I don't can't keep when them I all first straight. they're all the same. When thing. I first watched it, I thought it was a joke. Which one is it? So it's one. It's, it probably it's, did. It's, it's where there's like there's a dude in like World War Two, and there's like a couple now where he's like a bull rider. Oh and gosh. it's like I, maybe this, I haven't seen. And it. then it's like me being in the war is like you being on a bull rider, and you got to And I'm like, this is. At first, I thought this was like a parody movie, right? Because I'm like, this is every one of these movies. But there were like all these women in the theater that were like, oh! and I'm like, really? See, wow, it still Janelle, works. Janelle is like a, a discerning rom romantic movie, like, like watching. Th- but the fact that people are still by like going, I'm like, this is this this dude has one formula, like. Did you reread that cracked article where oh, the guy yeah. and he and shows, like, he straight up predicted future Nicholas Sparks novels yeah. that actually ended up it's happening? All the same thing. <laughs> yep, yep. I've only seen one of them. This one though, I'm like, train okay, now he's just stealing because like, isn't because they show where he found these letters and he's reading these letters. I'm like, wait, this is the Notebook. Yeah, that was like, already done, this, right? I'm like, it's it's only a little bit. So now he's just taking things he already did, doing a little bit of a twist. And now he's like, this is a new movie. Nicholas Sparks is the Taco Bell of movies. Like, that you guy's, know, same ingredients, just I, slightly rearranged a little bit. I want it. Man, we're <laughs> in the wrong racket. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I know I could. You just don't have to have, you just have no Someone soul. Someone sleep at night, yeah. Just give me your soul. <laughs> oh, here you go. And now be Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, okay. Because you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> it is. It's the same thing. Somebody dies, and it's always somebody Some dies. Tragedy. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, you're right. Like we shouldn't, because somebody always dies. Yeah. There's. That's the thing. That's how it works. That's how romance, romantic stuff works. Like, I mean, they obviously I mean, stretch it out a lot. Think of, and then like people are like, oh, this is a new. I'm like, dude, this goes back to like all the way back. Oh, and all then the like way. think about like, and then I think about my mom. The movies my mom watched, like Love Story. Yeah. Like Love Story. That's it. She dies. Like yeah. everybody knows. Like, why would you get upset at that? That's. I mean, honestly, I guess when you put it that way. You're I didn't know. I didn't know exactly the way that they would get her him back together. I didn't know which way they get the other out of the picture. If they're either divorced or whatever, but you knew somehow. That's who he'd wind up with. That just makes sense. 
So, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't watched it, but... Whatever. If you watched episode one, you know the ending, so... Pay attention. <laughs> Not that anyone cares. That's what I've been watching. But again, my whole thing about that show that I like is that, as we as I talked about it with you, is, like, it really is the first sitcom that is directly addressed our to our age as grown-ups. Yeah. Not, like, as kids. Right, right. But this is our first grown-up sitcom right. where the people are the same age as us. And, like, when, like when they're reminiscing about their college years, that's exactly... Right. Like, so they're the exact age. Or well, the movies they talk about, like, yeah, it's all when they're so like kids I don't know if that should make me feel old or if that should... Like, it's kind of cool that, like, this is our first... This is our 30-something. This is our... You know, we get the shows now. Yeah, we get the shows. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, because now you have things like because then you have like the Goldbergs, which is like Wonder Years, but in the eighties, right, right? So I'm like, well, I guess we are like in all. I don't know if you noticed because I listen to the radio. I don't think you do. No, nope. eighty stations are playing eighties music, and not even that, but classic rock stations. Going creeping into '90s stuff, yeah. like classic rock stations playing Nirvana with like that's like classic that's, rock that's now. Because then when you think about it, in the '80s we were listening, like our parents listened to '50s music. Yeah. It's 30 years later, so yeah, we're gonna listen to '80s and '90s music, and that's the classics. That's the oldies. It's Wild. messed up, but it's it makes sense. That's where we're we're getting to, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Back to the Future, it's happening. <laughs> Man, because remember 2015, so far away. Yeah, that's never going to happen. And here we are. Uh, We're here. Uh, don't forget to mention the time. Oh, yeah. The, did you watch the radio episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. The radio? Phil Hendry. Why do you mention? Oh, yeah. That's, I knew you were going to appreciate it because yes. you actually know who Phil Hendry yeah. is. I, I think like a lot of people. About okay, who he was so stuff. if you want to go further again, the, Mer- the WTF with Phil Hendry is amazing. Oh, oh, I can imagine. Um, I just remember, like, my hobby was playing Phil Hendry for people that had never listened to before and just watch him get <laughs> so upset. That, like, and like, and I, I got to where a guy was actually, he was going to call in. I'm like, I'm like okay, come on. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, Matt Moss is the one who actually introduced me to Phil Hendry. Yeah, because he was into Phil Hendry and what was the talk show guy um, that he was into? Wally George. Wally George, yeah. And I, he introduced me to both of them. I'll never forget the first time we listened to Phil Hendry with Matt. He was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Check it out. The, the the scenario was this guy, you know, obviously character, and he was claiming that his family had invented having ham on Christmas. <laughs> and he was going to sue anyone that had ham on Christmas because that was his family's thing. And they had like, and people were like, "No, no, this is ridiculous!" Ah, and you never know if it's like him doing a voice of calling in or actual people doing it. It's, but either way, it's almost always it's just, him. It's just amazing. Like, and it was cool to watch on Marin because you actually got to watch yeah, him watch in him action, do the whole thing. like doing it. I'm like, it's yeah. that simple. It's as simple as him holding a phone. Yeah, and going, <laughs> How could you say that? My family's been having ham for years. No. Oh, dude. Yeah, Wally George. Oh, was, dude. Wally. We used to stay up late at night and watch Wally George on like whatever local channel. Yeah, because we would watch it at like Steve's house. Yeah. We yeah. watch it and like when I got an antenna, we would watch because we'd watch Conan because yeah. that was on at like midnight or I think it was on even later. I think it was yeah, like twelve thirty. We'd watch Conan and Conan and is it Conan or Conan? It's Conan. Conan, whatever. So we'd watch Conan and then we'd watch Wally yeah. George because it would be on like KCAL or something. Yeah, whatever. Like local one thing. of the local. Oh, that was good times. 
and it would just be him yelling at people yeah, and like and the audience like chanting stuff <laughs> yeah. and so KDLC, KDLC that's yes. the one. Yep. That's the one. So is he around anymore? I don't think so. You know that's Rebecca De Mornay's dad, I right? Did. Well, yeah, only because you she guys changed told me. her name because she yeah, didn't want to be associated. Oh, about ten uh, okay. years ago. Well, there you go. That shows how old we are. Then. Oh, he's still around. Gosh. So, anyway, Can't, yeah, because college—it's the only time I was ever awake to watch, to watch late night TV like, shows. Because, yeah. like now, I'll watch Conan Mark. I'll watch clips again. That's how I manage with it. SNL too. Got cancer. Stop talking. Taking his meds. Of course he did. Wow, that's pretty sad. I did not know. Well, I'm sure his reruns are still floating out there somewhere, or they're on YouTube. All right. Well, it's video game time. Video game time. Okay, so not a huge list. I've kind of got it condensed. Okay. Because I didn't have, focusing. Well, also it's been holidays, and I've again I've been I've been lasered in a couple specific games. Okay. But um, Tomodachi Life. I've been playing that quite a bit. Although today there's some guys I guess I haven't visited. Like I thought I visited. Oh, um, just want to announce Derek and Jesse Spano had the no. It's not Jesse Spano. Sorry, Derek is married to Christina Aguilera. <laughs> they course. just had their second child. <laughs> Congratulations! So it was Derek. a girl. It's good. It's good. Um, and uh, and then and then um, there was some guys where I'm like, oh, I haven't been to this guy's house in a while, and um, um. And I haven't been to this guy's house in a while. And he's like, you haven't been here in three months. And I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. I was, um, so he also, so Stevenson said, there's an old rerun from the 80s with that um, local Orange County band that was The Offspring. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. what's funny about watching like old shows like that. Like I, I found, I remember last time I had a VCR, I found a bunch of my brother's old like STV tapes <laughs> and like 120, what was that MTV show, 120 Minutes or something, or the, the punk rock show, or I think right. it was like that, like that, so, so, but like that, and it would be like, I remember STV, it was like hosted by the guy from Dakota Motor Company, yeah. and he'd be like, King. and he's like, and he's like, today we're going to go check out this band in a garage, or some kids from Poway High School, and it was Blink, <laughs> yeah. um, when they were still Blink, and they were kids, man, like, <laughs> and stuff like that, just really cool, um, <coughs> I remember yeah, I thought it was the coolest thing that the Decoder Motor Company guy was like on MTV. Well, it was S. It was STV. No, he had a show on MTV too. But okay, because he did the um, uh, it was like a sports one. Uh, shoot, sure it wasn't Skate TV. No, I'm sure of it because that was on public access. No, 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 he had a show on MTV for a while. Oh, I think Dino was doing. Yeah, the sports one. Yeah, like was, they did like surfing. He and was on it, and Dan Cortez. Yeah, it was him and yeah. Dan Cortez. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, it was like it was a thing. I know for sure. <laughs> Although it was now on all MTV. I think about it is Dan or is Dan Cortez. Is now that Stefan and Dan and Dan Cortez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess Dan Cor- he was legitimately he was like got upset. That, yeah, or... he's like I'm a punchline yeah. now. <laughs> Um, so that's Tomodachi Life. I did watch the mini episodes around the name of the Doctor. So thank you for reminding me, though, oh, Mario. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right. So the so Tomodachi Life. Then I um I it's funny because I I I don't like switching cartridges because I'm lazy. <laughs> right. So I'll have some cartridge in there forever. So I switch cartridges again. I'm back to Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Okay. Um, I beat the first dungeon. I just got the flippers. Oh yeah. So 
I'm getting ready to tackle the second nice. dungeon. Although I do like that it's like open and you can just get you the hook shot. You can go in any order you want. So to. you can like it's like rent the hook shot, rent this. Yeah. Um, although I realize the renting them all at once is a bad idea because if you, you spend die. a lot of money and then you can't. Get, yeah, so yeah. you end up spending a lot of your money. So I had to come up with a new strategy. It's cool um, though. I, I, it's a new thing, but I like it. I like the way they did it. Yeah, I like the bell, and you can so then you can warp around. Yep. It's pretty cool. So I'm really liking that game. Uh, and then, let's see, playing some more. I've been playing some more Animal Crossing. Nice. I spent a whole afternoon. Um, it's a lot harder to build snowmen in this one because they really space out those snowballs. So, and if you push it too hard into a it tree or thing, so like I spent a whole chunk of time and no snowmen because I get, I had I'm like okay, I put it, I had a center area where I was I bring them to, and I, I got I would I got up to where I got two there, <laughs> and then I'm going the third one and eventually it would roll into the rivers and they're like no, it's uh, very frustrating. Well. See you later, Mario. All right, um, and then. And then, I, oh, I started playing Hyrule Warriors. As you can see, I got my Amiibos over on the couch. Oh, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Because they give, you get, like, daily, you get you can get daily stuff every day. Okay. By, so I got, first I got the spinner, right? To, you can unlock the spinner weapon with the Link Amiibo, but just putting any Amiibo, you get stuff. Like, <laughs> Josh is still, I like, saw the Josh Amiibos. Amiibos. So I, I put on Donkey Kong. You get 5,000 rupees. Put on Mario. Oh, you get this weapon. That's um, cool. You get this, like Josh is questioning his life choices. So I think it's a good thing. So it's been fun. So I got all my amiibos out there. Pre- you pre-ordered an amiibo. Well, hey, I pre-ordered Mega Man too because that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, so so I got so I got so I beat I beat two level two more levels. It's a big game. Also, it's weird about the amount of boobs. Really. <laughs> That, like, that's the Dynasty Warriors part, I guess. The sorceress is just like boobs. <laughs> well, I mean, they always they had the great fairy. Yeah, well, know, they're but, in that too. But but then, like the sorceress is just like, look at my boobs. <laughs> like it's pretty funny. <laughs> Josh says they're pretty neat. <laughs> um, but I I really I really love the game. There's it is great that there are a lot of women characters to play. It's just it's got their boobs. <laughs> I have not even opened my copy yet. No, he said pretty neat about amiibos. Oh, not about the boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But but I I do really love the game, and uh, it was it's it's challenging and it's fun, and I I can't wait to play it. Uh, Next, been playing Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Nice, quite a bit, and still I I still haven't even touched. A lot of the content. <laughs> I just finished unlocking all the guys. Really? Like, yeah. And I got my Donkey Kong up to 50. And I started working on my Mario. Nice. But haven't really... Yeah, I played online a bit. That was fun. And then I and then I beat... Finished Little Inferno. Oh, I'm really close. This is pretty nuts. I'm on the last... Like catalog. I, I finished that and finished the game, but now I'm back and I can work on the combos. Combos. And some of the combos are tough, man. It's like because they're like puzzles. Yeah. Oh, it's but they're also like great puns and stuff. <laughs> yeah. In there. 
I remember you were like, I, I really hope that this is what it's going to be. And yeah. then it was. And I was like, oh, this yes. is exactly what I wanted it to be. It's so good. It's a really fun game. It's, and it's super so fun. Weird. And also, it's so weird. And it, like, yeah, we were talking about how we're total pyros, and it really yeah. scratches that. It does. Like, you just get, get to, to watch burn ah. all kinds of stuff. It's just weird when the stuff, like, like when you screams. put a butt in it, like, screams. Well, there's, it's funny, there was a combo. So, you know, there's like four different, there's like three different food items that come to life, and uh-huh. goes, ah, so you have to find yeah. a combo for yep. that. <laughs> it's it's seriously, it's weird. And then, okay, well, I. Are we allowed to say like a small spoiler yeah. about it? I don't know if it's... I don't know. If you don't want to hear a spoiler for Little Inferno, don't. But when the neighbor's like house burns? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was like sad. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's a really good game. How you far should, are you in the game? I'm like I'm on the last catalog. Has anything else happened of significance? That's pretty much the biggest thing okay. thus far is the neighbor like died. Okay. And her house burned down. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm getting there. I will probably play that tonight after I go home. <laughs> Little Inferno is a game designed to lampoon microtransactions in mobile games. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part Well, there's of all kinds of great little jokes all, built yeah. into it. The whole catalog that's all video game stuff was really funny. Like, there was a lot of good little jokes in there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good. I like it on many levels. Plus, like you said, just watching stuff burn is really satisfying. There's all <laughs> kinds of like explosive stuff yeah. put in there too. Like, and then if you get if you have like a bunch of like I I I I got the most mailboxes. I'm just like I'm gonna just put everything all yeah. at once. It was like chaos. Oh, I did like I started doing because partly to to do some of the combos I couldn't figure out, but I put like the entire catalog in at one time because you can buy it and then set it in there and then go back yeah. and fill it up again so i would do like i've been going through and doing each catalog and man i didn't even think about that to do the combos because yeah, there's a couple combos i couldn't quite figure out and then i'm like oh okay i get it later but so <laughs> kind of closing in on those before i finish it man i didn't even think about that that's oh, a good idea it's good and then it's also um. really satisfying to see it all burn at once and explode and <laughs> everything screaming and stuff all right, and then uh, and then Just Dance 2015. That's like your I said, exercise. Not 2014 because it has it freaking breaks the Wii, <laughs> which still really pisses me off. Um, but then 2014, um, 2015 has been awesome, and been working my way through all the songs. What's There's a ton song? of songs. Uh, I can get four. I haven't five starred a song yet. I've come really close on Tetris nice. and Let It Go. Let it go is on there. Oh yeah. Oh, we gotta get that then. Um, because some of them, there's like some that have really easy motions, right? Right. And it's easier. Some of them are just impossible. <laughs> so, but it's really fun. Also, I still don't think I have my sensor set up right because I feel like there's times where it's just not reading at huh. all. I don't know. It's you know, I don't know how accurate it is, but um, it's it's a good workout. I do it for at least 30 minutes when I'm like, and then get sweaty. It's good. So I get up, and that's the first thing I do. And then I take a shower. And, and then do you walk later on? If I sometimes, if I do a heavy just dance, I usually, I'm like, that's, okay. but I'm, okay. I walk most of the days. This is good, though. Because walking is also pattern. a time I can listen to podcasts. So. That's true. You can't really listen to it and just dance. Yeah. And, and just sitting around listening to podcasts, it just feels weird. <laughs> gotta be doing something so i guess i could play listen to podcasts and play like clicker heroes but if it's something more involving i just because i really like to focus on the podcast so yeah 
and then uh, I've been playing. Uh, I so I finished my career mode. I retired. My wrestler retired. He was the WWE champion. Okay. And but I I think I have to do my career mode again because there were some things I didn't unlock, and that just seems like a huge commitment. So I'm not ready to do that again. <laughs> and so I've been instead. I started doing the second showcase mode storyline, but then I got to a part that was really frustrating. <laughs> so now I'm just working on my. So they have the universe mode where I have my BWF, and it's like running your own federation. You book the matches, huh. you choose the feuds, and it's a lot of fun. That's cool. And and so, like I said last week, I got the WCW pack, so there's some fun. Although I just played Diamond Dallas, Dallas Page for the first time. It's weird how some guys are like, man, they really did a good job. And then I'm like, Diamond Dallas Page looks like deformed. <laughs> like, they really, who did this? They should be fired. Just trying to get something out real quick for yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, this is not worth the money. <laughs> so that's a little, it's always a little frustrating. Uh, but it's cool. You know, it's still cool. And then, so then the game I'm playing the most of is Diablo 3. As I said, like, Josh and I played it on New Year's right. and played with Josh a few times. And then, uh, yeah, DDP looked like Tommy Dreamer with a bad... Also, the hair. Like, the hair in all these games is not very good. But for some reason on DDPs, it just looks horrible. <laughs> like, they still can't figure out hair, man. They really need Hair's it. tough. So, but then Josh and I were playing it. I've been playing it with Chuck, like, a ton and I'm on the I'm on now working on my Paragon levels, and I beat my first Nephilim Rift. Although it's it takes a long time when you're doing it by yourself, yeah. so it's always nice to partner up with people. So that's cool. Josh wants to know what your I'm, Paragon I'm only I'm up to, I'm on Paragon level like eleven. I just hit it the other day when I was playing with Chuck, and so it's been cool. Josh is like crazy. He's like really high level which <laughs> is awesome but I'm nowhere near I haven't done I did one torment one rift and it took me forever Josh is 115 or something you got a ways to go to catch up yeah alright so that's one and then oh today I started playing and then and then today I started playing uh, Last of Us Remastered is that cool and, it's it's really cool, but I'm I'm getting worried that it might be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play it before, or this is the first? Time this is my it? first time ever playing it, but <laughs> it's it's got some like survival horror. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> right. But there's like you're in dark areas with a flashlight and things are popping out, <laughs> so kind of freaked me out. All right. So I'm, I might not be able. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to play that during the day. Definitely a daytime game. Daytime game, <laughs> but it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great story game. It's definitely not like something you just pick up and play for a little bit. Right. Put it down. I mean, it's a total story game. I, but I really like those games too. I mean, I loved, um, I love some of those, I love those games. So I've been having a lot of, also it looks amazing on the PS4. Like it just looks incredible, but it's really intense. <laughs> but it's really scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's scared. I got scared. <laughs> like I, I, I had to turn it off. <laughs> uh and then i am playing a lot of clicker heroes oh they didn't do any mocap on the faces wow it's pretty crazy they didn't do any mocap on clicker heroes either 
Yeah. <laughs> Hand animated. That's pretty nuts because it looks like they did like this awesome mocap stuff. But I think there's a specific look for mocap, and this looks way better. Huh. So that's pretty awesome. You were playing Clicker Heroes when I came over here. Yeah, I usually will just put it up when I'm because like I, there was like 15 minutes. I'm like, well, I can't watch a show. I can't really get into a game. What can I do until Phil gets here? Oh, I'll watch a wrestling clip and have Clicker Heroes on in the background. That's good. So that's what I was doing. Well, let's see. Okay, I have a ton. I'm going to go through them really fast because I yeah. have a couple things. For one, I got a ton of stuff oh, for birthday oh, and Christmas. I forgot to mention Disney Magic World. Oh, I yeah. got three more badges. Well, what would you get? Uh, what did you do? I I I finally I got the Hercules. Nice. I got the fish. Oh, the special the fish. fish. I and, and I got um I got the um whatever amount of uh of uh outfits. All right. Okay. I think that's the three that I got. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Josh says he has a question about Disney Magic you World. We've talked about this game for a long time. Yep. I've I have been obsessed with it for a long time. Me too. I had it before you. And you, Brendan even before me. Well, but we found about out about it. Not once have you ever said, yeah, we have. It's like Animal Crossing. But there's like adventure things. But you also do quests. Like quests and stuff. You go on it. But you also like, when you do the quest, you collect materials to get, uh, to build Furniture and clothes and other items. It's got farming, clothing. You go on quests. You collect materials on the quests. So you like run around and kill monsters. Yeah, like you have a a magic. There's like dungeons. Yeah, you go through dungeons. They're they're not mini games. It's like a full on like you go around in a dungeon. Yeah, there's like mazes and fight guys. and And then you. But then another big part of the gameplay is you run errands for people. You have a cafe. And you want to level up the cafe. Right, so you make different dishes and you like decorate it to attract different characters to come. Like Disney Diablo. It is like Disney Diablo. Yeah. The, 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 the quest parts are like Disney Diablo. And then the other of. stuff's a lot like Animal Crossing. And then there's a lot of Animal Crossing elements where but Maybe you, a little bit of like a but then there's also Harvest like, Moon yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, because there's gardening. Stuff. There's a full-on gardening where there's like you have to grow this. And then it gives you these this seed, and then you use that seed to grow this plant. And if you and grow like, the right thing, you get different kinds of honey. Yeah, it actually is it's, on. Oh, it's by far for me too. Yeah, on my yeah, on my little DS thing. It's funny, like it was just at New Year's that I I don't think I've popped that thing out for I don't know five six months or something. And around New Year's, I started playing. I have it stuff. on my DS. I downloaded so it. Out, yeah. Well, because we both remember. We went. It was at WonderCon last year yep. when we went to the Nintendo booth, and they were showing off some new games. And we're like, "What's this?" And she's like, "Disney Magical World." We're like, "What?" And so we saw it. And as soon as we started playing, it, we're like, "Oh, I'm buying this!" Yeah. Like, here's the thing: it it scratches many itches of mine. For one, it's just you know fun like adventure. It's game the and stuff. ultimate completionist you, game because there's there is an end. I mean. You can collect everything, and I need to collect everything, and I'm almost there, and I just keep feeling like, oh, I just got to get a couple more outfits and stuff, a couple more pieces of furniture, a couple more things <laughs> I got to grow. And, I mean, it, it just it is. I feel like I have to do it. It's it's one of those compelling type games. It's really fun. But I'm, I'm, I've been branching out a little bit in the last couple of weeks here. So Okay, well, go for it. All right, so I'm going to go through fast because I got a ton of stuff. 
These are just the ones I played most of, and, and I'll go faster. Uh, we've, of course, been playing through Legend of Zelda with, the, with uh, Luke and Audrey, um, and also been playing a lot of Tokyo Crash Mobs, which is just the weirdest thing ever. Again, I cannot recommend that game enough. It's awesome. If you like weird... And it's also a good thing. puzzle game. It's a really game. good puzzle game, but it's also just the weirdest I mean, weirdest it's Magnetica. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, but solid. With real people. Well, there's a little bit more variety because you have like the jumping <laughs> yeah. ones and the stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's just the weirdest story in between. It's worth it just for okay. that. Um, I've been playing Crosswords Plus. That's that's just my fall asleep game on my 3ds. I like you know that's one of those ones where you don't have to like you can fall asleep while you're still playing it. Yeah. And it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, I've also been doing a ton of just the Street Pass and U Plaza oh, yeah. now that. We're, you're in town tagging me and Plus stuff. Plus your kids. You tag My kids, kids. We tag all the time, so we've been doing a lot of that. Um, started playing Zelda Four Swords, the anniversary edition, on my 3DS again. I never did finish it. I thought I had. And then I picked it up because Luke wanted to see it. And I was like, oh, there's like a whole other dungeon area I haven't done. So been doing that. Um, played a little Tetris Axis, which is a 3DS one. The new one I got for my birthday, which I just started, is Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. That's the 3DS one. Yeah. Which is a lot like, I mean, it's kind of like the Castle of Illusion world, like, you know, graphics and stuff. Um, It's really fun. Um, I don't know why people had, I think people complained about this one too. I thought people liked that one. Maybe they did. Maybe this one they liked. Because it's really fun. Um, Because it's like that Sega game. Right. It's like the Sega game, except with the added paint thing, so you Mm -hmm. can, like, make things appear and disappear. Um,. Very quickly, I, like, I played some Busta Move. I kind of pulled that out. Gunman Clive I've been playing a lot more of lately. It's a 3DS download one that mm-hmm. I did. I think it's on other platforms probably too. Yes. It's a really cool stylized, like you're, it's kind of like Mega Man in the Old West. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool like art mm-hmm. style and stuff. So that's really mm-hmm. fun. Um, like I mentioned earlier, we've been playing a lot of Disney Infinity and Disney Infinity 2.0. So now they've been deep into it? They're deep into it. They love it. They've been playing. It's cool because like they'll take turns and it's two players, and so Audrey will play hers. The toy box. Mm, They've done some of the toy box. Mostly they've been doing missions so far, Mm -hmm. but I mean they've been messing around with just everything. It's really fun, and every once in a while I get to like touch it a little bit, but mostly (laughs) they've just been taking over it. Um, Talked about Little Inferno. Then I got a ton of like download ones. Yeah, look at all. Oh my gosh, I got a ton of stuff. Briefly, I got there's this this guy. I think it's R A D Radamax or Radiamax, something like that. Mm-hmm. This like indie developer. Now that like Nintendo opened it up for like you know more independent developers to do stuff on the Wii U eShop, there's been some random like budget titles coming in. And this guy, I was kind of fascinated by him because he uh, I, I was looking at like some forums, like reading reviews to see which ones I was going to get, mm-hmm. and. He like he did this one called Block Drop You, which is actually really creative. It's very very minimalistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously he just did it, but it's a creative twist on the puzzle genre. Like you have a little red box at the top, and then all these blocks below, and you tap the lower ones to make them disappear, and then the you know it's kind of physics based, and the thing falls down. And you have to make it land on a platform, so you have to remove the blocks in the right order. So it's you know, I mean, it's 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 a pretty cool creative. I've never played one quite like it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's reminiscent of other puzzle games. So he did that and it was like well received. Um, but like didn't sell anything, you know? And he got mad because all these other like cheap titles are selling out. So I'm watching this like story unfold in these chat rooms and stuff. And he winds up like, he gets mad at everyone. He's like, fine, you guys like no one will buy my games, but you guys all love these crappy, like 
like uh, Flappy Bird knockoffs, so I'm going to make one of those. Then he makes this like super crappy Flappy Bird knockoff called Spiky Walls. And it's like a dollar on there, and it's his like number one selling thing now. And he's like, "Fine, screw you guys. If you want a crappy game? You can have a crappy game." And he did it. And like, I thought it was so funny that I went and bought like everything that he's made so far. Shut the. What's, so he did shut the box, poker dice, solitaire, future, what's, spiky walls, and block drop. You what's shut the box? Shut the box is like a very like kind of a simplified mahjong, basically. Like um, again, it was sixty nine cents. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it. And Poker Dice Solitaire Future is a mix between, like, <laughs> poker and Yahtzee. And the name is ridiculous. Um, so I kind of like, looked well, at it Spiky as, as, Walls. Spiky Walls. That's his, like, crappy knockoff of Flappy Bird. I okay. mean, it's literally Flappy Bird. That's it. There's nothing special about it. But I looked at it as the whole thing. It was all on sale, and I could buy everything he's put out for $3.10. I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing it. I want it all. <laughs> So I got a little folder on there of his stuff. And then the newest one he just put out at Christmas is Block Drop UX Twisted Fusion, which is like basically new block drop levels. <laughs> -twisted but Twisted Fusion is this other indie developer game and they like he let him use his art style for it, so it's actually and it's got like little bad guys you have to squish now. Anyway, it's a stupid story, but <laughs> I just thought it was really cool that this guy kind of you know, he's out there. Like you can go and he, when people write reviews, he'll go in there and like get mad at them, like, no. Oh, no, why did you? Why are you talking this way about me? And I thought it was really funny. So. Oh, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. So yeah, that never ends well. It probably won't. But I, if for three dollars and ten cents to buy the whole package, I'm like, I'm doing it. It's worth it. Uh, uh, so I got a bunch of other cool ones: some puzzle games, Colors In, and Art of Balance, which are really fun. Um, and then Armillo, which is like a little. It's kind of like a mix between a platformer and, like, Marble Madness. Mm -hmm. You're this little guy that rolls around, but then you can get up and walk around in parts, too. It's really fun. So those are my download ones. I actually got a bunch of others, but those are the ones I've played the most. Mm -hmm. Josh, <laughs> Josh says this is me discovering weird indie games for the first time. Yeah. They're on Nintendo now. So This is the stuff that Josh has been talking about for years. I know. It's great. Um, okay, and then the last thing... And I won't, like, review all of these. I'll just read the list off. But Have I told you played you, all of these? I've played them all. My brother got me the Sega Master System okay. with 14 games. Mm -hmm. I've played them all, but not enough to, like, review any of them, mm -hmm. except Wonder Boy, mm -hmm. which is really kind of interesting. It's Hudson's Adventure Island that was on Nintendo. Yeah. But they the company, like, and licensed it to two different, to different yeah. like, I think yeah. probably so. But they license it to different companies, and so this is like a different company's use of the license, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's basically the same thing with slightly different graphics. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, Super Mario Brothers 2 compared to gotcha. Doki Doki Panic kind of thing. So anyway, that's that's the only one that I played extensively. That and where in the world it does, it's an actual go. mega. It's an actual master it's system an actual, like with the old cartridges. One. This is old school. It's not the. One that you can get, although there is a cool one that you can get that has the games built in, built in. and it plays Genesis cartridges. But this one is that. all, yeah, it's a, this a, is original legit Master, Master system. system. He bought it. I think he probably he said he got it at a thrift store. How you have the light gun? I have the light gun. You don't have the 3D glasses. I do not have the glasses, and he, I, he did get the 3D one, but it was all you know a big package, yeah. I guess. So, um, so it's great because I've barely ever played Sega, so these are all new to me. Mm -hmm. I got Wonder Boy, Black Belt, Global Defense. Time Soldiers, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, Hang On, Safari Hunt, Maze Hunter 3D, Golvelius, Valley of Doom, Alex Kidd, The Lost Star, Miracle Warriors, Choplifter, World Grand Prix, and Fantasy Zone. Dude. So that's a pretty good collection. I did notice one other thing. Mm -hmm. I played quite a bit of 
where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Carmen Sandiego is the bad guy. Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't watch the show as a kid. Did you ever play the games? No. I thought everybody played those games. Yeah, really she's did. a criminal. You're catching her. I thought she was like the hero of the show that teaches kids about geography. No. I did not know that until I played this Didn't you ever day. watch the show? Didn't watch the show. That show was amazing. I didn't watch it. It was a game show. I just discovered that. I've, David said the same thing. How did you not know this? I'm like, I, I just you missed would, it. The, the game show, although if you watch the show now... It makes me want to put... It's like watching Nick Arcade when those kids are trying to put the... Because, like, the end, there was, like, a giant map, and you had to put the flag where, like, they would tell you, like, clues. And sometimes you're screaming at those kids. <laughs> you're like, you moron! No! That! And then you got freaking Rockapella. Come on! I, I Do it, Rockapella. completely missed it. Somehow, I mean, I knew it existed. One of my early Napster binges was Rockapella songs. I'm serious. At playing the game, I'm like, wait, why are we trying to catch Carmen Sandiego? And he's like, she's the, the bad guy. And I'm like, wait, why is it named after her? I thought she was the hero. Apparently, how, have you, how did you go through childhood not playing those games? They were amazing. I don't know. I was playing other stuff, I guess. What were your like big learning games? No, like crunchers. a sticky bear guy. I played sticky bear, but I don't know. I just was doing like logo and stuff. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Number crunchers. I remember my parents got me wearing time as Carmen Sanigo because each one. So each game would come with a different like book because you had it. So again, this is pre-internet. So to help you, like it come with a book. And I remember wearing the USA came with. Fodor's USA guide. Huh. And I remember where in the world, I don't know what, I think it came out with World Almanac and Book of Facts. Okay. Yes, it did. And then Where in Time came with a one volume encyclopedia. Huh. It was awesome. Because I had Where in Time on PC and I played I played the heck out of that. And the other game I had was Super Solvers. Um, it was this one where, like, it was a TV station, and he went around the TV station. Oh, my gosh, I played that so much <laughs> to the point where I know the music. Huh. And, but yeah, I, I can't believe you never played. Carmen's and Aliens are awesome. You totally, your kids are going to love those. Yeah, well, apparently she's the bad guy. What? I still can't believe you. That's nuts. That's what David was saying. He's like, how did you not know this? Like, I... He lived in the same house. You with played me. all these, but you played so many other games. You played Seventh Guest. Like I know, I just, I, I just, it was a gap in my knowledge there. I did huh. not know. Apparently, everyone else knows that. Everybody knows I that. She was. It's her. The name shows name because you're her. finding her, the master criminal. But I thought she was like playing hide and go seek, and she was teaching <laughs> you about geography no. or something. I don't know. You're teaching you geography. I had this whole story built by in finding my mind. where you're gonna catch. Did not know that. Also, the show was amazing. I remember seeing like and snippets of the it. Chief of <coughs> the chief in the show was is the DJ in the Warriors. Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you learn something every day, and that's what I learned this week. I'm trying to think of the words. She been around the world from from here to there. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? I know the song. How do you know the song and haven't Probably watched the show? Probably because David was watching it in the other room, so he knew it all, and I just she'll didn't watch it. Do a scam in Pakistan? No, she'll do something and do a scam in Scandinavia. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, dude. Huh? I, I just missed it. I don't know. What? All these years. That was like a PBS staple. Again, it existed around me. I just didn't know. 
thought she was just, you know, nice teaching us. There you go. There's your little film moment for the day, I'm everybody. The, I'm not the only Vecchio that Don't doesn't forget, know about pop culture. Go to RadioBrendo.com for all your Radio Brendo man needs. BraxComics.com. You said you got a strip ready strip for, Monday. for Monday. You promise? I promise that I will do <laughs> all in my power to make that happen. Uh, oh, but yes. So I guess I, I think I screwed up with the doc and I made a change because there was another one. Somebody already, um, one of, there was a Twitter. Hold on. I'm going to get this up real quick. Someone tweeted? Yeah, we got a tweet. Well, while you're looking it up, if you want to join our book club, you can go to RadioBreno.com and join the book club. Click the book club link. We're reading the Great Brain series, and it's really good. Oh, yeah. Um, D. Gordon, at Biggles1973, writes, I'm stealing Phil's note idea for the new year. So have you done one? Nice. She's going to get him on Sundays. Okay. So tomorrow's the first one of the So you have to remind him on the show weekly. All right. Yes, remind me. That's cool. It's a good idea. Let me tell you. Also, some person replied to a tweet that Will Wheaton sent me in 2008. (laughs) <laughs> and I got excited, but then I'm like, wait, this person's retreating, re- replying to an old tweet. How did they even find that? That's I what I want to know. Well, maybe because it says snow, because it's him talking did, about it snowing weird. So maybe like But in that's the whole... from s- December 17th, 2008. But it is December. I don't know. That's weird. Because at first I'm like, wait, did Will reply to me? And I'm like, wait. And looked at the date. And I'm like, what is <laughs> happening? Also, I noticed something. when Also, when that happened and... Wheaton doesn't follow me anymore. Oh. He unfollowed me. He unfollowed you. What did I do? I don't know. Did I do something? Maybe he did, he's got... I don't know. I don't he know. follows 351 people. I was on that list. I was one. You probably wrote something dirty. Did I... Maybe it was when I tweeted all those YouTube links on accident. <gasps> that could be it. Should I email him and be okay. like, would that be weird? Hey. What's the protocol here? No, don't do not do that. That's weird. Then I'm that needy guy. Why'd hey, you don't you to follow me. No, it's fine. He'll, he'll follow you again. Maybe when we see him again? Yeah. That's cool. What if I did something and I don't if know it? If you see him again, just be like, hey, sorry about all those YouTube things. That was pretty stupid that that happened. You know. Something I like don't that. know. I don't know. It's weird now. What if I did something and I don't know it? I don't know. Well, you never can know. Okay. There's no way to find out. I think I know what it is. What? I've been thinking about this a lot, if you didn't notice. What? Ever since I figured this out. You've been worried about this whole thing? I kind of freaked out. Okay. Okay. When, um... When I... When I... When when I... So a while ago, I was... It was like two years... Like a year ago, I was really upset on the on my dad's birthday. Right. So I tweeted about it. And then I remember I shared this on the show. He wrote all those tweets. Right. I think he thought that my dad that I had tweeted that my dad died then. Okay. And then I think he realized that I was tweeting about how my dad had died and that was twenty years ago. Okay. And then I think maybe he felt all weird about all that. And then he unfollowed me. Did he unfollow you that long ago? I don't know. This I just noticed. I feel like the the YouTube accidental doing a bunch of YouTube things might be more likely. I don't know. Oh, here's the most likely scenario. He probably just went through and cleared out stuff. I don't know. Why I don't would know how he Twitter clear works. me out? I don't know how Twitter works. Why would he clear me out? I don't know how Twitter Is works. Is it because I only tweet? Maybe I need to tweet more. Yeah, maybe you don't tweet enough. 
But why would it, maybe he got mad that I was just tweeting like it's all like Radio Brendo Man, and I no I tweet some things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Twitter works. Most of it is just like Radio Brendo Man. Don't nobody tweet him no, to get him. No, that's nobody the worst. do that. That's the Please worst. don't do that. I guess I all my tweets are like I retweet Brian Lynch a lot. All right. And see, I talk about things in case anyone is wondering. Tokyo Crash Miles on 3DS is the best 200 play coins I've ever spent. There you go. Um, and then I retweet things. Retweet now, Scott Kurtz. I think you're reading into it too much. It's probably I don't know. Not, I, I doubt he consciously went. I'm gonna unfollow Brendo Man. It probably was an accident. Maybe because we haven't seen him in a while. I think it's easy to unfollow someone. How long ago was that when like he called us over and we talked? It's like two years ago. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you complain about it too much, people are going to embarrass you. Okay. It's I fine. Just, I don't know. I really freaked out. <clears throat> it's good. Because then I'm like, did I do something? Did I upset Will You have Wheaton? a lot of followers. Well, yeah, but I also follow a lot of people. Yeah, but still. That's a lot. You want to know how I got a lot of these followers? Because oh. Will Wheaton followed me. Well, there you go. It's all gone now. No, they're still they're still following you. No, other I still have a few famous people followers. Michael McMillian follows me. There you go. Jay Muse follows me. There you go. I think Malcolm still follows me, although sometimes he unfollows everybody. See, I, th- I think I think it was this. I think he did some kind of like mass unfollowing and then just refollowed specific people. If he's someone that has that small of a following list, he probably just did that. Oh, I don't follow James Franco. See, there you go. You're not even following James Franco. How do you think James Franco feels about that? He has 2.8 million followers. He's probably, why doesn't Brenda follow me anymore? Well, I'm going to put him on my people list. There you go. You want to know why? So I have, I have. this is my secret to keeping Twitter manageable. So if I just go home, it's like, see how I follow 1,507 yeah, people? Yeah. This is like this is like the fire hose. Yeah, you can't you can't. I can't keep up. Keep up. Also, it's so much wrestling. <laughs> um, also, oh my gosh, this is happening right now. I got to get off Twitter. Ah, 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 never mind. <laughs> I can't. Well, anyways, because, sorry, um, the Wrestle Kingdom 9 is happening right now in Japan. Oh, don't get spoiled. So, like. Don't get spoiled. Um, and they're doing an American airing in primetime tomorrow night. And Jim Ross is doing commentary and Matt Stryker. Like, um, <laughs> all right, it's, I'm don't, super don't, excited. Don't mess it up. Anyways, um, but anyway, so Twitter has lists. I'm just, this is my little tip. It's good, good tip. Oh, it's tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Um, you can either buy the pay per view or, Steve, you know, you're in the know. <laughs> um, but it's tomorrow night at 7 Pacific, I think, is, or no, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. It's, um, they're doing a replay. And it's going to have commentary by Matt Stryker and Jim Ross. So it's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> Josh, Josh, I'm going to ruin really... that Okay. So you have these lists, and you can make lists of people. So it's starting to get a little bit bigger, but I was like, how can I, I – I don't want to unfollow people because I'm just – I don't – Right, right. So – but I made a list, and it's called people. And that's and, people you want to see. Yeah, and then I click that, and um, – ah, ah, spoilers. That's not real. What? Mount Fuji. <laughs> He's being funny. Mount Fuji beat the iron <laughs> shuriken. shuriken. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, oh, I don't... That sounds like a good... It's telling stuff. me to follow Zac Efron. Why would I do that? No, Twitter. Oh, All right. Now you're navigating through Twitter. <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to um, follow me on Twitter, follow the show on Twitter. It's pretty much tweets about the show pretty most much. of the time. It's at Brendo Man. 
And um, you can also send tweets to Phil through yeah, that. To my P.O. box. And, uh, and that'll be cool. It's also uh, brendoman at Gmail if you want to use regular email. You can also go to radiobrendo.com, click the contact button. That's how you get a hold of us. Don't forget to click those Amazon links. All that stuff. And and uh, and and we'll be friends. Yeah, that'd be cool. Facebook? Did you say Facebook? We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. All the links are. If you go to radiobrendo.com, all the links are there. They're all there. If you're one of those Google Plus people, like the whole Vecchio family seems <laughs> to be, uh, talk to our website, our Google Plus administrator, David. <laughs> yeah, David. Um, I'm sure Melissa Vecchio will be friends with you and share pictures of One Direction. That's like the that's, that's the only time I get Google Plus notifications. Like Melissa's like <laughs> One Direction. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so, pretty much who's on it. Um, Melissa, your uncle, yep. David, and some other people. Because we were just looking at my Google Plus page yeah. today. Like, oh, Google Plus. It's a, Still trying to it's make a that ghost happen. town over there. Um, also, if you guys want to, oh, don't forget, um, if you were a runner up, don't forget to send your email or your mailing address into us. Um, that would make it easier so I have it all in one place in a new place. But um, also, if you want to check out the new PopFox music release, please check out popfoxmusic.com and go to the store. little plug. Yeah. Because it's awesome. And uh, we're supposed to mention Beyond the Shield? Beyond yes. The Shield? Beyond the Shield for Adam Wells there. Which I'm guessing is on hiatus right now, but should be starting back up soon because the show starts back up soon. So check that out. Anything else? <laughs> Josh is making up fake spoilers <laughs> over here. got hit by a car. We better start a 13-fight series to figure out who. See, Josh could be a wrestling book booker. Like, he could be yeah. writing it. I wouldn't even know how to write what a spoiler for a wrestling show was. Well, he could just so-and-so beat so-and-so. I guess. I guess. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's good. Yeah. We're going to watch that crazy punky Brewster now. Sounds good. All right, so for um, Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. Looking out the window for a sign
podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.